Table for Three, Table for Three, Table for Three podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Table for Three podcast. This is a special episode, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing something different. Deanna's not here. Jaylen's not here. It is just me, myself, Top Rope Tyler, the emotional cancer, Harry Potter, the Wizard of Pods, all of that good shit, the emotional cancer, um, all of my monikers that you know me by. This is a very special episode. I'm sitting down with one of the best guys that I know in the city, musically and just personally, um, just, you know, overall a good dude. And uh, we're going to get into what we're doing with him in just a second. But ladies and gentlemen, I have the pleasure of sitting down tonight with none other than Keisha Devin Burgess. How we feeling tonight, man? What's popping? You pulled up to my crib, so it's real, you know what I'm saying, chill, low maintenance, just like me. You feel me? Uh, we here. Thank you for pulling up. Thank you for wanting to talk to niggas. Absolutely. And I like Harry Potter. That's that's fire. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah. I, I, that was the one. When I said that, I said nah. That's the one. Harry, yeah, nah. That's nah. Cool. This is a this is a really nice vibe, man. You know what I'm saying? The lights is dim, and you know what I'm saying it, it feels real real tranquil in here. Well, let niggas know that the lights is like like they dim, but they're at like a moderate level. I don't want niggas to think, you know what I mean? It's just us, right? But if they think that, that's cool because we ain't gotta. I ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. Hey, listen, bills is high, so, you know. Wait, wait, okay. Bills is high. (laughs) Bills is high. So, you know what I'm saying? Lights being at 100% all the time, listen, that shit ain't necessary. Nah, for sure. But Duke is out here wilding. For sure. But I get what you meant, though. I was with you on that, by the way. I was. I was glad I ain't go over here. Nah, I was here. I was here. We ain't got to talk about it. So, we are here today because we are approaching the two-year anniversary of that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That's we a beautiful here. thing, man. It's crazy. That shit don't even seem real. I'm not even going to hold you. Time is flying by. Time don't even fucking exist. This shit not real. You know, my wife been saying that a lot lately. She's been saying time is And you better bit. listen to her. And it's really, it's, it's really, it's definitely seeming that way. This like, shit just a construct to make our days make sense at the end of the day. Fair. You know what I mean? Okay. And that's and that's cool. We we got to make something make sense in order for us to not kill ourselves. You're right. Nah, you're right. <laughs> listen, I'm 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 me and I'm at the house. So like this oh, conversation Hey, we know we can get You know what I mean? Shit. It's going to be like for real, you know what I'm saying? We here for one thing. If we get extra stuff along the way, hey, that's perfectly fine with me. Say you know us. what I'm saying? It, it, Say it don't really matter what you do on the journey just as long as you get to the destination. God damn it. So before we get into this, so we gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into the album, into that's unfortunate. Um, you know, we're gonna go through the tracks, talk about features and producers, and you know all of that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Before we get started with that, though, man, I gotta let you know that you owe me an apology. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me. You owe me an apology. Okay. What happened? So you said on Twitter, I don't even know how long ago this was. This is not nah, this is sometime last month. This was in this was in August because we're in September now. This is in August. Okay. And you mentioned the album testing by ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Oh, that's why I owe you an apology. Got, yes, because that album, it still didn't hold up for you. No. Damn. That's it's really bad. That don't mean I owe you an apology. Okay, maybe not. And it's really it bad. It sounded right stretch. when I said it. Okay, That's let me. Stretch. Okay, let me. Let me stop because ASAP Rocky is somebody that I that I enjoy listening to. Great artist, yada yada yada. It just wasn't. It's just not for me, dude. It's just not like I think because I wear so many hats, mm-hmm. I'm able to listen to music from different perspectives. I may listen to it from a production perspective, from an engineer's perspective, okay. or from an artist's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think those Sonics sounded good and felt good to me mm-hmm. now than they did, like, better than they did, like, before. The writing, 
is kind of up in the air. Some of it kind of feels like whatever at times, but I still think as an album, I think that's a solid body of work. You can tell that he wasn't necessarily trying to like, well, I don't want to speak for this man, but I feel like he wasn't necessarily trying to like do anything that was going to gain the attention of like popular places, radio, mm-hmm. et cetera. It don't sound like that, especially when you compare that to like the one previously before that. Like I really think he was really trying to get into like his artist bag. It's definitely not a mainstream album. Yeah, I you know what I'm saying? That. It's definitely um, not. And I, and I think I was able to just appreciate it. Bro, that shit just came up on shuffle once, like one of the songs on, on my shuffle. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I haven't listened to this in a minute. Let me go spin the block because I hated it when it came out. I did right. not fuck with it at right. all. But I don't know. It's it's not. It's definitely not for everyone. I definitely will give you that. It's not for. Like everyone. I said, it's it's some. It's, there are some cool raps in there. You know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. stuff I hear in there. But it just man, just just as a whole, I'm like, nah, this just isn't for me. I'm not. So let me that. say, I'm you know, I'm not gonna say it's a bad album. It's, it's just not for me. Definitely. I mean, it sounds great. You know who? You know whoever uh, mixed, mastered, and did all of that. No, it mm-hmm. sounds great. It sounds super crisp. Everything sounds great. Um, the production was cool. I heard some beats on there that I like. Just you don't think he showed up? Nah. Mm-mm. That's fair. I appreciate him trying not to do, trying to make something that wasn't like, oh, we going commercial, like, like this is, you know, it's gonna be in commercials and on Billboard. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It just didn't, it just didn't translate well for me. Everything you're saying about testing is how I feel about Utopia, Travis Scott. So I'm not too, I'm, I'm not too mad about that. I'm not, I'm not too mad at that. It, just, he didn't seem inspired. I personally think. I live in Northside, so it'd be like sirens and shit going on. It's okay. We at the crib. This the I'm at the crib episode. Absolutely. Shout out to Osk. Um, but what was I saying before that? Because uh, you were talking about Utopia. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like he just didn't sound inspired, and I feel like that Astro World event fucked him up. That's what I. Th- I think so he played it safe. I feel like he was m- trying to make something that isn't as ragey and turn up so when right. he goes to perform these songs he may or may not run into this to this problem again right. you know what I mean right. I think that's what he he did niggas was was comparing this to Jesus I think that's a very dumb comparison and a very lazy comparison but yeah I I've, I've ran the whole album back twice mm-hmm. still has not clicked for me I'm not going to say it's bad it just hasn't clicked yeah that's all I got I definitely made an album a playlist I kept what I liked and I was like everything else can go it I ain't definitely even nothing I, like and I didn't even do that I didn't even do that oh, like, yeah, No you really didn't like Like that. maybe Maybe I did For maybe one Or two songs To add to like My DJ You know rotation Right or whatever. right right But outside of that As far as like Personal enjoyment mm-hmm. And listening No I think it's gonna be Really good for me um, I do plan on Getting back in the gym I think it's gonna be Really good gym music yeah. um, So I You know I keep it there For that But every once in a while Like one or two that I listen to every morning. Like, I, I put that on at a certain point in my morning commute. You know, it, it just, it fits right there in the rotation of songs. But, no, I definitely, Astro World is definitely a better album. Um, I understand what you, you know, what you were saying with the whole Astro World incident and whatnot. I totally get that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's not a bad thing. I do, I owe you an apology now that I think about it. What happened? We had a conversation about Yeezus a while ago. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite Kanye album. It's okay. number one for me. Now, I ain't gonna co-sign on that because... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, nope. But <laughs> that album was a lot better than I remembered. 
Okay, I fuck so with I that. remember during the during the pandemic at work, man, we just started putting our headphones in, like we just stopped caring. It was like, nah, fuck it, like bro, just listen to your music, like so we putting headphones in, and I happened to, I was like, man, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and test this shit. I put Yeezus on, and it's out there. Don't get me wrong, it's that it's out there, yeah. like it's different. But I'm like, bro, this is not bad. Like, no, this isn't as bad as as what I remember it. I hated that shit when it first dropped, but no, you know it's, it's so crazy. A lot of people did upon listening to it at first. I remember, bro, the first. First time I heard on site, and I don't know if that's a synth or what, Mm -hmm. but whatever that sound is, it just made me make this face. I was like, oh, shit. And then that shit started to pick up. Mm -hmm. And then at first, like, I couldn't even catch it. Like, rhythmically, I couldn't catch it. And then once it clicked and he started rapping, I'm like, oh. This shit crazy. <laughs> like, and the reason why it's my, my favorite Kanye album, because it's the only, only, only Kanye album that I can listen to front to back, top to bottom, without skipping a song. Every other Kanye album, there's something on there that I just don't care for, and I'll skip. Huh. The Yeezus is flawless to me. And I'm also, I, I can admit that, like, it's not, it's not really all that experimental. It's experimental for him. Because, like, if you really want to get into experimental stuff, like, obviously shit like that is inspired by, like, death grips and things of that nature. Right. And, like, more industrial-sounding hip-hop alternative stuff. But Kanye just put his spin on it. He's a mainstream artist, so he ain't gonna go too far left with his shit. I think he executed, like, perfectly to me. That's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I ain't mad at it, man. Love Yeezus. That's my shit. You know? Hey. Kanye, I will start Jesus, my morning with that album. I'm crazy. Oh yeah, now nah, you you a wild boy. <laughs> like a wild for boy. real. That because that shit make me feel. Just I want if I want to feel good, uh-huh. that album makes me feel good. Gotcha. So I'm like, fuck it. We we starting our day off with okay. Jesus. That's fair. All right. you know what I mean, okay. So enough of these other niggas uh, and you know, and they music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we can't hear to talk to this man about your music. Word. Um, before man, before we get into that real quick, man, just what what's what's been going on with you? Shit, man, I've been really in my producer bag, you know what I mean? Uh, shameless plug to myself, I do beat packs every month, so, you know, if you need beats, I got a pack at the top of the month, usually holla at your boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just produced two albums in two months, back to back. Last month, the Purple Tape with an uh, artist by the name of Casey Jones came out. And that shit is, is, is going crazy. And then uh, at the top of this month, which was like a couple weeks ago, or maybe like a week ago, I don't know, time, I dropped the album with Isai Morales. Which is the sh- hey. Nah, talk about it. That's the one. Hey, that's the one. Listen, and I and I keep telling him that. I'm like, bro, this shit is actually crazy. What What is the damn album called? I can't even. Well, I don't, bro, I can't. Uh, Gracias por Amari Yes Did I say that right? Called. I think so Oh shit You said it better than I could right now Oh shit Let me find out I'm a 16th Never mind <laughs> <laughs> Whatever But nah uh, So those are the two things That I'm like Focused on right now mm-hmm. And um, just you know Just doing promo for that Because I like both of those tapes And they sound vastly different From each other I'm supposed to be dropping An album with Deo uh, Dale Gold Okay Another artist from here I'm supposed to be dropping A, uh, a project with JB Lamage And he's about to actually drop Funk With Jared yep. um, Let me see I got one With the homie Frank Leon From Chicago And the Tuck That we working on uh, Me and Trigno Still got a tape That he's a rapper From um, Columbus mm-hmm. That we sitting on So yeah, I'm just really just in my producer bag trying to figure out what the next raps is going to be. You know what I mean? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I've been doing shows out of the state. You know what I mean? I, I did a, a 
a weed festival. Shout out to Big Cloud Farms. That's you know hard. what I mean? Wrapping up there in the woods. High as hell. This was in Michigan. It was oh. in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And that might, no, it was in Hartford, Michigan. That's okay. where it was at. Uh, it was at this big ass racetrack. Um, like they had, it, it's, it was like, it was a lot of land. Mm. And then next to the land was like a big ass racetrack. And then there was like more land. Uh, they had something going on over here, and then it was the racetrack, and then it was us. It was like the weed festival. Mm. Um, that was cool. I opened up for Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's hard. And uh, Sister Nancy, she is an artist. She uh, sings Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb. Wata Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb. Really? Yeah. Got to open Nigga. up for her, bro. That shit was fucking That's cool. That's insane. Did, did, like, did you get to meet her? No, I did not get okay. to meet her. I seen her, and I was like, I'm going to leave her alone, because sometimes for me, seeing people with my own eyes just enough i'm like i'm, I not, appreciate I'm not about to go up and bother you i yeah. get to see you to say that i saw you that's some living in the moment type shit it yeah, re- I, I, like I, I really be trying to do that bro right. like like documenting the places that i'll be going to if i don't pay someone to do it or have someone doing it for me if i do it myself it's literally an afterthought because i'm, I'm literally trying to bask in the fact that i'm here right now right, right. you know what i mean because i i may not be here ever again right so i'm like let me take all of this in this is for me to enjoy and not for me to just like exploit to show people that I'm doing stuff. You right, know what I mean? Right. That's that's it. Right. I feel that. But yeah, I, I've just been, you know, moving, just trying just moving different, trying to do different stuff and not running circles in Cincinnati anymore. Mm. Okay. Plain and simple. All right, man. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get into the heat of things, man. We're gonna get into that's unfortunate. You know, we're going we're gonna to discuss this top to bottom and, you know, just do a real deep dive on this. So I'm, I'm very excited to do this. I've never done this before. I've seen it done. I've listened to it be done. Mm. It's always something that I wanted to do. I know that you mentioned it, mm. and I'm happy that, you know, I got to be the person to do this um, If with it you. makes you feel any better, mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm ever doing something like this as well. Oh, shit. No pressure. Uh, this isn't, like, a slight to any publication that I've done work with or, like, spoken to or for but no one has really cared that much to really talk to me about my music victoria morewood did she she had me pull up to i think it was like a starbucks or a panera bread one of those two in westchester and we like talked for like an hour about like what i had going on so outside of her and you nah and i've been rapping for 10 years well well on past 10 years right crazy so shout out to you i appreciate you all right, man. So let's let's uh, kick this off with the name. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Why was that the title? Because <laughs> I just felt like I find myself saying that a lot. You can use this phrase to like your advantage, so to speak. Shit be unfortunate. And then if you think about the time in which this shit came out, everyone was going through unfortunate things. It, it just it, I don't know. It just felt right. Sometimes when I like say things, I'll say them in jest, but then like it might like marinate for a second and I'll be like, hold up, that, that actually might work a little bit. It was it was one of those. It was like this fe- this feels right. I'm about to run with it. Boom. I really don't be trying to like overthink shit. At what point did this? So you, you use that's unfortunate in almost everyday language, basically. Yeah. So at what point did this become like I'm a rap this? Like I'm going to make this a thing? Like when did the the thought of this album come about? Um, let me see. It's 2023, right? Right now. Correct. So I dropped this in 2021. So I made this in quarantine mm-hmm. for the most fucking part. Um. 
I, I don't know. Once I just got the ball rolling, well, let me stop. So this came out uh, September of 2021. It originally was going to come out in March of 2021, but I was like, no, I, it felt like no one knew I had an album coming out. That's a problem for me. You know what I mean? Because when I put something out, bitch, you know when I'm about to drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's just how I'm able to do what I've been doing. Uh, so once I felt so once I felt that way, I was like, let me kind of go back to the drawing board. But even then, I kind of still had everything together. I don't I don't know. I can't even like really pinpoint it. It kind of was just all like domino effect, like like or uh, snowball effect. I'm sorry. Just I, I landed somewhere and it just kept building. It just kept building. Um, I noticed the project had like an attitude to it and it kind of coincided with the name. And I was like, I was, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna just let this rock. I don't know. Nah, I fuck with that. So, would you say that there's a theme with that's unfortunate? Mm, there like, are it, themes. Like, like, if somebody asks you, like, what, like, is, is that's unfortunate? Like, is it about something? Is it about something? I would say, like, no. <sighs> I don't think it's about something. Nah. Okay. Nah, I, I would say no. Okay. There are themes within these like selection of songs like it's definitely themes of like mental health it's things it's, it's themes of what self-worth uh a lot of these songs to me are affirmations these are like i feel like a lot of what i say on this on this record you can literally say out loud to out loud to yourself mm -hmm. and the universe should be able to grant you the things that you are affirming that's really how i feel about this project for real uh but it, but is it about like a certain you know cut and dry thing? Nah, I, I wouldn't say it is. Nah. Track one, mm -hmm. we got the intro. Yeah. Modest. Mm -hmm. That's featuring. Is it B A D? B A D. Yes, yes, sir. That's how they pronounce it. Like that's how they say B A D. Mm -hmm. okay. B A D. Okay. Can you shed some light on who B A D is? Uh, a lot of these names I saw, I was just like, yo, no, nah, I ain't never heard of this person. Like, word. Um, yeah, B A D is a poet. Um, artist, host, curator here in Cincinnati, uh, runs with the Tribe Collective. Shout out to, you know, Tribe, Tri-I-I, you feel me? I've always just been gravitated towards Bad. She also goes by Bad. Okay. Uh, also, I've always just been gravitated towards her presence and just how, like, she just has this, like, not even, like, a demand for its attention. It's just that you just give it to her whenever she's speaking. Mm. You know what I mean? And that type of energy is, is what I wanted to, like, start the project off with because I feel like she was going to be able to uh, convey that better than I could. She's a black woman, so it's also important for me that her voice be heard. Mm. Um, I asked her to just just do a piece for me. I don't I don't even remember, like like the ramifications of what I told her she could write about. I was just like, bro, this is my project. This is how this project feels. Can you write something around what I'm giving you? She was like, I got you. I think she did that shit in like two or three days. Like not even, probably not even three days, probably like a day and a half for like two days. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just, it, it's kind of like, like my statement piece. It's like, it's literally like the opener to the album. It's like, all right, this is what we're about to get into. Here go Devin. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, shout out to Bad. I feel like people I feel like people kinda uh lose the sight of the importance of intros. 
Absolutely. My intros, man. Like, that's literally how you're starting this album off. Set like, that's, tone. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, you know. You got to set the tone What are right. these people going to think mm-hmm. once they start this? Like, Absolutely. You know? So, now, nah, man, that's a, that's a really, really, really good intro. Thank um, you. you. know, especially for, like, it's not a song. You know, it's something that you can affirm, something that speaks to you. Like, that grabs me every time I listen to that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I listen to her. I hear her voice differently yeah. every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it talks to me in a, like, you're doing fine. Sometimes it talks to me, you know, like, you need to get off your ass and mm-hmm. get to work, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I got I got one question oh, from this next record. Okay. We got maintaining. Yeah. You said, nigga, fuck maintaining. Mm-hmm. You really feel like that? Mm-hmm. Currently? Or was that, like, just how you felt at the time? Uh, I guess it really just depends on what your version of maintaining looks like Mm -hmm. maintaining to me is kind of synonymous with being stagnant like if you maintaining like that's cool that's great like shout out to you but nigga it's more Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's kind of where that came from like and that kind of a part of like the album too because it's like i don't know i feel like i really put my best foot forward and i feel like I just didn't, I don't ever want to be like stagnant, like creatively. I want to be able to, to grow in some way, shape or form every time like y'all hear me, you know what I mean? So that wasn't just necessarily as like, like a currently in my life thing. It's on some, like, I also meant that like creatively as well. You know what I mean? I mean, you got a, you got Peso Gordon, mm-hmm. Trigno, Harry Uppity. Up and die. Up and die. Harry up and die. Up and die. Yes. I apologize. It's all good. Harry up and die. Man, that's a... That's a nice little, nice little roster. That's a rapping ass record. Like first <laughs> song, like yeah, yeah like, goddamn, like um, okay, so like the whole thing behind that is like okay, kind of going back to ASAP Rocky. I remember, I remember how I felt when um, One Train came out, and if for niggas that don't remember, One Train is like this big ass cipher record that got Rocky, Kendrick, uh, Action Bronson, um, Crit, Danny Brown. And maybe one other person, yeah. And like, and them niggas was just rapping. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I haven't really done a record like that either, ever, in a, or, or in a long time. So I was like, I just want to like do that and just do it off the gate. Like, let me just get this rapping off real quick, and then we'll, I'll like smooth it out. You know what I mean? That's pretty much all that is. Uh, Harry up and die, and peso are a part of GK Fam. That's the homies. That's the family. That's that's love. And then Trigno is a rapper from Columbus. Uh, he has a collective that he's a part of called Rawest Formation. Yeah, shout out okay. to the homies. Be trying to bridge the, the uh, Columbus Cincinnati pipeline, the gap. You know what I mean? I fucked with that. For I sure. fucked with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I was in Columbus for a event and met a bunch of Columbus artists there, and I I definitely see the the love. Like it's there. I think I guess we just kind of need more of it. I guess. Bro, the niggas up in Columbus that really rap mm-hmm. can really rap. I'm gonna just say that. Shout out to Columbus. Next record we got. We got halfway asleep. Yes, sir. Featuring Perez and Wayne Fowler. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about the producer? Can you tell me anything about PK? Nope. <laughs> Yo, all right. Let me tell you something. I really feel like I'm like Oprah Winfrey over here. I feel like I'm legit killing this shit. So when he said nope, like I was not expecting that. 
gotta keep that niggas threw on their beat the fuck off. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, I can't tell you nothing about him just because I got that beat off YouTube. So I don't. I don't oh, I don't, so I don't, it was just kind of like click the link type shit. I I copped the beat. I bought it. I'm not gonna hold you. I never took you for a. I know you're not a YouTube beat guy, mm-hmm. but like I never took you for, you know, for one to do that. You YouTube is a great source to outsource for beats. Um, I feel like there's a butt coming. I just don't think that should be niggas. I don't, I don't think that like niggas should be doing that for all of their shit. I, f- I personally think as an artist in Cincinnati, Ohio, it is too many producers in this city for niggas to only still be rapping off YouTube beats. Like, why don't y'all have any relationships with a producer? Uh, people suck at networking. People are awkward and people are really shitty human beings. And I feel like that's that plays a big part in it. I do not disagree. I still don't think that should deter you because not not every producer in the city within like a 50 mile radius is like that. So it's some accountability has to be had on both sides for sure. But yeah, to your point, I digress. I don't know that nigga. I, 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 I'll, I'll search YouTube every once in a while. Like I'll be like, let me see what I can find. Okay. Like and then if I don't get something that I like within like a couple searches, I'm like, all right, I'm off it. I'm probably just going to make something right now. Like, and I've been trying to uh, I've been trying to rap over my shit like way way more as of recently. So like, beat stars, you don't like mess with that or not? Mm, I mean, like if I hear like a producer, and like if I go to YouTube for example, like I feel like some people don't take the extra step to go to like the description and then like go to their website and go hear their catalog. Some people would just go to their page or just listen to this free joint, cop that joint and then move on to the next shit. Right. Uh, so I will definitely go if they got a B stars or like a track train or something. Yeah, I definitely will check it out if I feel like their page w- was dope enough for sure. Okay. Absolutely. I caught on Wayne Fowler late. Bro, I like think I did, I did too. Like fairly recently, like within the last year, I think. Or I wasn't like that late. That. I wasn't that late. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was uh, probably, yeah, I think like last year or so. Shit, I found out about Wayne accidentally because uh, me and Ronan did an album back in 2020 called Excalibur 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on my way to the studio from work. And Wayne was in there rapping, and he had literally just left as I was entering the studio. I didn't even get to meet him. Like, they was like, yo, he literally just left. And that's how I found out about him. I heard his voice before I even met this nigga. I'm like, this nigga tight as fuck. And then maybe, like, some months down the line, I finally met him. Um, we started working on records. I was engineering a lot of his records. Uh, he's extremely low-key. Uh, he's been getting out the house a lot more and rapping on stage, and I love that for him. I love to see that because... He got some dope shit. Yeah, shout out to Wayne, bro. Wayne Fowler, man. All right, so I got I gotta go to this next record, Peace. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about just the record, but okay, yeah. Let's all right. Let's let's talk about the record and where you were when you made it. Okay, um, if you remember, I was in the house, <laughs> probably. Um, as far as where I was. Uh, if you talk about headspace, <laughs> uh, that's the better. Yeah, that's the better <laughs> worded question. Yes, um, I couldn't tell you. I write from my subconscious more than anything. These beats tell me what to write. What's funny about that verse on that beat is that that verse was on another beat like way before. I'm, I might actually play you like the OG version of that verse. It feels different. It's still, like, it's purposeful with the OG, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really, like, sold on it. So 
when Sifu came through, he had Dimaggier, which is the person that produced the record. Um, he's from Oakland, I think, I believe. Oakland, California. Uh, he he sent over some beats, and we was listening to that shit. I think Liv wrote his verse like right there on the spot, and it was like ten minutes. So he laid that shit down, and I was like, "All right, bet." I'm like, "I'm not about to write this. I need to like put something on this." And I recalled that other verse, and I was like, "Let me put this on here just to see how it sounds," and it just worked. the The other beat sounds it's like way more pretty and soulful. This beat is just like weird and like I don't know. It's just weird. In a, in a good way, not like in a bad way. Right. Uh, I'll play the OG for you later for okay. sure. Cause you'll be like, "Damn, that's kind of crazy." Okay. What is it like working with uh with Sifu? Um, it's an honor first and foremost. Like that's I was a fan of this nigga before he was my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I've been following this nigga's uh creative career around for well over a decade now at this point. Um, to watch him work be like crazy because he does stuff so fast and like he just goes in there and just knocks shit out like I don't know you kind of just got to be in there to see it it's 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 actually kind of insane like like when I when I when we do when we did peace when I, and I say he wrote his shit in like 10 minutes and went and did it like he did it he probably did that shit in like two takes so what y'all hear was like literally from his mind to his phone to the microphone printed gotcha so yeah that nigga's crazy Shout out to uh, Pink Seafood. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a very mysterious person to me. Like I, I've only been I've only been in a room the same room with him once, mm-hmm. and it just it just seems like yeah you ain't gonna see this nigga for like seven years, <laughs> shit like that. Like like the next time I see him is yeah it'll be like five six years in the future or some shit like that. Bro, niggas will hit me and be like, yo, they'll know that like he's coming to town or some shit. So niggas will be like, yo, how how can I? And I'd be like, bro, you just got to catch this nigga. Right. Like, you, you got to just catch him because that's the same with me. Like, I don't get necessarily any special treatment if I want a verse. Like, I better tell this nigga right then when we in the studio because mm. he may not have time to go do this shit later on. You know what I'm saying? So you just you just got to catch him. So I'm going um, to actually play the last 40 seconds of Peace Bet. because I absolutely love the transition to the next record. Okay. I feel like at this point in the album... At this point in the album, you're getting kind of warmed up. Yeah. Like, I feel like, okay, I, I see the range. I can see I see what he can do. Mm-hmm. But then once the transition comes in, it's like, oh, no. Like, yeah, he like he, he, he about to put a foot in somebody's ass. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's how I feel. So, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last 40 seconds of Peace off of That's Unfortunate featuring Pink Seafood. This is Devin Burgess. This often I misplaced my mind Yeah, I lost an inspiration Like a blunt Gotta find the light to spark it I've been close to giving up I was blinded by the darkness Said I did not give a fuck But still would like someone to talk with Psychedelic drugs Me looking at my carcass Really miss the love Hate feeling like a target I just need a hug But these days no one is arms left Never trip a fuss Not a problem if I cause this Oh, I'm folding the Nah, bro, hold on. That's I bro, promise what you. What are bro. we doing? I promise you. What are we fucking doing? That's one of the ice. Yeah, nigga, run it up. 
with cheese, nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? What are we doing? That's one of the iciest transitions in music history. I don't fucking care what nobody say, bro. That shit. No, crazy. that shit is flawless. Okay, so you do peace. How do you? How do you end up putting Grammy? Like, how does how does that transit? How does that happen? Peace sounded like I'm getting my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. The drums is just knocking everywhere. And then, like, I feel like the pace also kind of feels like on some I'm being chased type shit. Mm-hmm. And the song is, like, relatively about mental health. Just looking for peace, trying to find it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, Grammys feels like I got over that shit. It feels triumphant. That's what it was. It just it was just based off feeling. It really was how those two beats made me feel. Like, I'm like, all right. If I literally just got my ass whooped, then bitch, we not staying down. We getting the fuck back up. So that's why Grammys is like back from the abyss. It felt like had to scrap, put up a fist, couple cracks in my ribs, still like was cracking in this bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even though I, I was just still getting my ass whooped, like I'm still in this bitch. You right. feel me? That's what that beat feel like. Where that's what that loop feels like. Shout out to Quan Lee. That's a producer from Columbus as well. That's what that loop fucking felt like. So I was just, I was just like, I'm gonna just run with it. That's that's man. Even, even you playing that just now, it make you just feel like, bruh, Ugh, bruh nigga. Let me t- no, no for bias. real. That shit is crazy. For real. Like that is that shit is amazing. And hearing it in a car, bro, that shit is amazing. Bet. Like thank you. I mean that bottom of my heart, bro. Like that that transition is so fucking crazy. Like it is. And then just because like you know what that moment was hearing him say that yeah it's like bro like niggas remember where they was at when that happened yeah exactly you know people still think dips at one probably like there's people in this world who think, think Dipset like walked away with the dub i worry about people like that because mm. in what and there was no there's no world where they went where they won that it literally was a, a versus between flashiness and showmanship showmanship yeah. won the niggas showed up you know what I'm saying? They wasn't... Kiss looked like he just came off the block. Them yeah. niggas, you know, draped up. And, and, and all power to you, y'all should be draped up. You know what I'm saying? But that's not going to beat showmanship, my mm-hmm. nigga, on that stage yeah. in front of this this people with these... You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Yeah. And I really do truly believe if that versus did not happen, Grammys wouldn't be as dope as it is. I can see that. Because, remember, I told you, that's unfortunate was relatively done by March. I don't remember when that versus happened. I feel like that was in the summer. I could be it wrong. It happened way after yeah, March. I feel like it was in the summer, though. So when that sh- when he said that shit, I was like, nigga, I got a song called Grammys. Let me capitalize on this before I hear anyone do it first. And I did that shit, and it just it just made all the sense in the world. And it, and it made even more sense when, like, if you, if you correlate the moment for me on that album with that moment for Locks, mm. It's it's literally the same shit. That's why it feels the way it does. Cause it's like, okay, it kind of takes you back to that type of feeling. Yeah, man. He said milk the game on some dairy shit. Come on, man. Like at this point, at this point in the album, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here at this point in the album, 
this is where I feel like he really starts to showcase the rapping ability. Granted, he did it on piece because you were snapping on piece. Mm. Like you really like you was fighting back. Like mm. you was really doing your thing. But I don't know. Grammy's just got a certain like boastfulness to it. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's triumphant. So I think that's why the rap sounds so prevalent to mm-hmm. me. So yeah, like it's it's wisdom in these tapered naps. Like Nick niggas was talking. Yeah, thank like, you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you start to think about it, it's like, bro, that's that's a hard line. Like, think about that in mm-hmm. these tapered naps. Like, that's hard, man. So yeah, man. Kudos to you. Thank you, bro. For sure. We are at the next record. Baritone, right? Before I actually but before we get into the re- let me ask you a question. Okay. On the count of three, I need you to name the song. Where you were just where you feel like you was just rapping your ass off, okay? On the count of three, we but we both gonna name the song, you know what I'm saying, where, where we feel like you did that. One, One two, two, three. three. Baritone. Okay, I do I fuck with baritone. What song did you say? I said dagger. Dagger, okay. Bruh, there's a certain part of baritone where it's just like, oh shit. So first of all, you you talk about your health being neglected. Yeah. Why was your health being neglected? Um, and I, I assume, is this mental health? Uh, and physical as well, too. Okay. Uh, whether people know it or not, I kind of, like, struggle with, like, body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. so, so to speak. So, like, I'm always very conscious about, like, my weight and how I look. So if I feel like I'm gaining weight or, like, getting rid of weight, it, 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 it does weight on my brain. But as well as mental health, too, because that also can have a physical toll on someone. So, yeah, it's 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 a double entendre. That's um, also why I started off by saying uh, it's bigger than myself. Nah, I fuck with that. And, I mean, then you really start to get in your bag later on. So you say the world would be so bleak without the color. Mm-hmm. You talking about black people, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just making sure. Because when I heard it, I'm like, nah, he's talking about us. He's not talking about, like, literal color. Like, he's mm-hmm. talking about us. Yeah, bro, you, yeah, you really starting to. You kicking ass in this song. I'm not gonna hold you. It was 2020, so it was like in the midst of all of that shit that was going on with us being like, you know, in COVID and everything. You know, niggas, you know what happened. I'm not even about to, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely was that for sure. So that was 2020. Is is there an older? Is there a record on here that's older than 2020? Huh. Um, off the top of my head, I want to say no. I want to say I made that album in like 12 to 14 months. 16 months now I'm gonna I'm probably play like the first 30 seconds of this record just because okay. I want I want people to hear this I want people to hear what I'm about to rap mm-hmm. this man said cold truth man that chain is just the old news grow your own fruits pull juice when I produce mm-hmm. bro what was wrong with you man <laughs> that's my part I love that part of that song I appreciate it Leah. I, I just like rapping <laughs> that, like, that's just like some rapper bro, shit like it really is yeah like, not for sure but it's but it's also like bars in there, you know what I mean? I, I I try to accomplish so much when I write. I feel like because of who like I look up to musically, I respect them because of their pen. So like I feel like I try to hold myself at a certain magnitude as far as what I can do with the pen. Yeah. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go ahead and play the first thirty seconds off of Baritone. Again, it's Devin Burgess, Baritone off of That's Unfortunate. It's bigger than myself, uh, look up in the mirror, spitting image of the health that I've neglected, maintaining wealth made me selfish, can't tame the hell that I was dealt till I prevail out the well, man I'm sinking in my lows, baritone with the 
the vibes like reaching for my goals i just can't get the time right feelings get exposed when i roll up a dime where to go niggas clones trap souls in their minds i ain't bryson still i pipe until her back break know when you approach me though you better have your facts straight information's currency really though i'm stacking for a rainy day stash so i can make a way loading in this covid while i'm trying to mask the pain away fuck it though i'm focused i can't let the passion fade away yeah. We just letting it rock. We just letting it rock, bro. Roll song, nigga. Never yeah, 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 nice. yeah. Cool on all the nonsense. Told you we are not friends, nigga. Fuck your top ten. Keep the trigger tucked on your block, cause it's hot and these cops scared. Shit, we keep getting shot and it's not fair. The world would be so bleak without the color. I ain't worried about a stream with my people being under attack. You can't run from the fast. This world is evil, boy. You better keep a gun in your lap, cause you gon' need it. Cold truth. Uh, man, that chain is just the old news. Grow your own fruits, pour juice when I produce. Sip it slow, food, feed your mind. This ain't whole foods. Hold what you gross. Let them know you're not the old you. Uh, all in, never fold. Walk in, breaking old rules. I ate the Pro Tools, make the flow smooth. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Hey, what? Mm. Those, those last two, that's my favorite part. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Baritone by Devin Burgess. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're all so wonderful. Come on now. <laughs> Man. Whew. Nah, that's definitely that's definitely my favorite one. On the whole on the whole project, that's your favorite joint? That's probably the one where I, I feel the rapping the most. Okay, word. Yeah. Okay, like bad. just that once you get into the pro dudes like that, you know what I'm saying? Then you follow it up with Whole Foods in the following line. Like it's just like, bro, I genuinely appreciate shit like that. Word. You know what I mean? Like and then I think it's it takes talent to rap like that, which is quote unquote backpack, whatever. Absolutely. But you make it to where it's like you're not like a backpack rapper. It's like, oh, he can do that, but he can put it in a song and it just, it flows. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like somebody who don't listen to all the lyrical shit, they could listen to that and be like, nah. Like you, nah. you'll still, it'll yeah. still cut through. Like, no, like you was rapping. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like my whole thing for me has been trying to achieve balance in like everything. Like on some like, as far as like mainstream versus underground, meaning like, songwriting and not necessarily compromising my integrity as a lyricist because i like rapping you know what i mean that's some rap shit right but you have to be able to like put it in song structure form so it can be palatable Mm -hmm. a lot of battle rappers problem is that like nigga them niggas can't make records right they'll be they'll be some of the greatest rappers you ever heard in your life rapping they can't make a record I'll be trying to find a balance. I'm not comparing myself to a battle rapper or nothing like that. I mean, as far as like my integrity for what I think I can do lyrically. Right. I'll be trying to find a balance. So, yeah. It's much appreciated, man. Thank you. Much appreciated. Seasick. Yeah. Track seven. That transition smooth, too. Absolutely. Um, That's produced by Risky Patterns. Yes. That's Um, the homie from Texas. Shout out to Risky Ass Patterns. I thought Risky Patterns was was, uh, from here. Mm -mm, Nah, that's the homie. uh, He he, he stay in the hood in Texas, boy. In the hood in Texas. Man, listen, bro. Look, Roberto would tell you, bro, this nigga had us in the hood. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm talking about these niggas had dogs just walking. Like and, and like, but they knew where they was at. Like they was like patrolling the area type shit. No, no leash, no owner, no nothing. They was just like swole dogs, just walking everywhere. Like that's how you know. And everything was just crazy. No lights was anywhere. 
Like, I'm talking about we pulled up to a street with no lights, nigga. We was the light on the street. Mm. It was crazy. What part of Texas is this? Oh, man. I don't remember the town's name, but it was like... Damn it! It was like it was like the town that's as further down as furthest down from Texas that you can get before you go into Mexico. So like Something what? Like that? Do you know off top of your head like the closest major city to them? Hell no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just oh, jotting this down just to know uh not never to go there. Places to not go. Places to not go. I feel like you would have no business to be that further south in Texas. You would have no business to be down there. Like you, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Cause if you going to Texas, you probably going to Dallas, or motherfucking Houston, or Texas yeah, City. Yeah, Texas. Dallas, Houston, Austin, Austin. Yeah, yeah type shit. Absolutely. Yeah, San Antonio. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, you're not going to where we was going. Yeah, nah, that sounds <laughs> that sounds crazy. Like nah, what? Sure. No, nah, shout out to Nehemiah. He 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 took care of us. That sounds like <laughs> that should be on hood to hood. Man, listen. It's okay. They should bring back Hood to Hood DVDs. <laughs> they should. I miss those all. Niggas don't know about Hood. They really don't. They really don't. Can you talk about the transition um, from Baritone to Seasick? And also, can you also give me the thought behind the name of Seasick? Seasick. Okay. So, like, the transition is from this clip from a movie. Fuck. What is the movie called? I want to say the movie is called Chef. My ex showed me the movie. And it was a, it was basically about this guy's relationship with his son. Uh, he was basically about to lose his relationship with his son based off how he's not in his son's life, but because he, he's also a chef, he'd be trying to like chase this shit. So he'd be trying to like work in this restaurant or maybe have his own restaurant. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, that doesn't work out, um, and he ends up getting a food truck. Ends up going on the road with the food truck and takes his son with him. He's like, all right, let me get to know this little nigga real quick. So it was basically like him bonding with his kid and his kid got to see like his dad's ropes like you know like the food truck ropes and he was low-key getting into it um that moment is what that song is for me um the chorus is ride with a nigga till you seasick keep your eyes on the pitch and never mind what they hit us with them guys try to penetrate the defense i'm lebron to these niggas step aside when i'm shooting from the line whatever the fuck i said (laughs) Uh, but it's, it's basically like awesome, like coaching shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, like ride with me. I'm gonna show you the ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what the song is about, so to speak. Got you. Yeah. Got you. And seasick is just because I say seasick one time in the chorus. It has nothing to do with the sea or being sick from the sea. I really be uh, into uh, names of songs, like especially listening to guys like Griselda, mm-hmm. who name a song this, and then the song you is totally different than what you thought it was gonna be. Like, yeah, I'm very big into that. I do that all the time. I I, I credit it to growing up in the Odd Future era. Tyler did okay a lot. All, yeah. A lot of them Odd Future niggas did that shit a lot. Right. They'll maybe like say something one time in a song. That's the name of the song. There there's an art in that. Yeah, it's absolutely an art. I do it to this day. I I love doing it. Like I I'm very actually self conscious about it. Like I thought maybe I should stop doing it, and niggas was like, nah, like fuck that. I'm like, you right, so whatever. <laughs> Why were you gonna stop doing it? I mean, cause I'm thinking about how stupid people can be, right. and accessibility. Um, typically, you want to like feed directly to your consumer, and mm-hmm. you don't want to have to make them like work too hard to get to your product. Right. So if I got an album full of songs that slap, 
but the song title is nothing in the song, how can I expect someone to like always know what that song is called? You know what I'm saying? As far as like on some like first listen type shit. Like yeah. if, I, if I do a record and niggas like, yo, what is that song where you say? Like for instance, niggas be like, yo, what's that song where you say, tell my mama all my hustles? I'm like, oh, you mean lights out? And I say lights out one one time in the whole mm. song. Yeah, so I just be thinking about that type of shit. Uh, man, we we gonna we gonna slow it down at this point with uh with track eight. Okay. <laughs> I don't know my own album anymore. I was I was wondering. I was like, how, I was like, how many songs is he gonna get right in a row? I was wondering like, at what point was he gonna forget what after C sick? Yeah, I don't remember what's after C sick. What's after that? Do you want to take a guess before I say it? Uh, no. Okay, it's fine. A love so fine. Oh word. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um okay, yeah. What about it? Yeah. <laughs> produced pr- produced by J Bell? Yes. That's okay. Shout out J Bell. Okay. Is J Bell from YouTube? No, J Bell, where is J Bell from? I don't know where the fuck he's from. I'm so sorry, bro, if you if you ever hear this. I don't know where you are from. Off the top of my head. I wanna say like Philly, but I feel like that's wrong, so I'm gonna shut up. I don't okay, know. got you. All right, cool. So man, you man, you you got some lines. You got some lines in this one, man, and uh you start love is delicate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, that, and that that goes without that goes without saying. Then you follow with what love's the roughest thing I've been through. Yeah. Do you do do you care to explain? We 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 don't have to get all sentimental, but I mean, we here. I mean, it's a safe space. I want to let you know. That. No, for sure. And I'm in my house, so I feel safe. Anyway. There, there we go. <laughs> um. Okay. So like, obviously that was like some like. Contrasting poetic stuff that I try to do, um, but it is like love can be yeah you're not both wrong. at the same time you're not wrong you know what I mean um, the things that you do or you claim that you do or feel yourself doing in the name of love just be crazy and a lot of times we be putting ourselves through a lot of shit for what we think is that or what may actually be that you know what I'm saying so like. Without getting too into details, that's that's essentially what it is. Like when I when I was when I wrote that, I had been through like a really bad breakup, like probably like the craziest breakup I probably ever been through in my life, and it took a lot out of me, regardless of the position that I played, because I definitely played a position in why that all ended mm-hmm. for sure, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I wrote that, like I really felt that way, like, like this shit can really take a toll on niggas like for real so that's pretty much and i wrote that like literally in the midst of like all of that shit too damn okay um and then then you follow man love, love is so depressing that's what i said yeah love is delicate love the roughest thing I've well no not in that order oh. you didn't say that in that okay, order. okay i was like, he's like, he's like yo this shit ain't even rhyming dog like, wait what like no 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 there's <laughs> lines in between this yeah. but i was just when i heard that i was just like love is depressing I just wanted to see like what exactly was your thought like when you you know what I'm saying when you wrote that. Damn, what's the line that either come before that or after that? Uh, cause that also would add context to that line as well. Hold on, we can uh, we can look it up because this this man has the lyrics of his song. Oh, look at in me. Apple Music. Look at me. You didn't know that? Yeah, I mean, okay, you know it's fine. <laughs> you know you human. Listen, <laughs> we don't judge over here, so it's it's fine. So not a fellowship. It comes first, like the rent due. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> or an overzealous chick. Love that made me better. Love that I'm never settling. Love yourself more than they ever could. Love is so depressing. Love the feeling when it's there for good. Yeah. Love will have you stressing second guessing. Now you're losing love. Love is so something. 
Love can come with questions. Love can come with questions. Can you tell me what you do for love? Searching through the depths of my soul just to prove my love. Sometimes I think I never know what to do with love. Guess I'm just not used to love. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's one of the, like, like honest things I probably ever wrote, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I mean, because it, it can be. Like, like when, when, when a love ends or when, like, you have loss from love, that is like the depressing part to me of that. Like, it, I don't know. You can you can you could be at your highest highs and at your lowest lows in the in the name of love, and that shit is just crazy as fuck to me. Got you. <laughs> All right, man. So I got one more question. Okay. Under this song, bet. Then we gonna leave because this shit is heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate, I'm just, nigga. I'm just like, damn. Like, you know what though? But it's like, uh, what's 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 the one record that I that I say is, is my happy record of yours? And it ain't shit happy about this record. It's on it's on trash. I think it's J- Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm like, bro, that is my happy song. And you like, bro, that's not a happy. Yeah, I'm song. like, go listen to it. You was like, oh shit. Yeah, I felt really bad. <laughs> but I don't know, man. You and JB just made a really good song. I contrast, that bitch, like, hey, yeah, like, you just grooving, not nah, for sure. Contrast. You know what I'm saying? But no. So in this in uh. Back to this song, you say sometimes I feel sometimes I feel I never know what to do with love. Mm-hmm. Guess I'm just not used to love. Mm-hmm. You're not used to love in a romantic space. Yeah, probably. Okay, <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, and also, it can come in like obviously in many different shapes and forms. So it's like, and typically, if you feel misunderstood. Mm-hmm your brain may or may not associate that with like a lack of love for who you are as a person so like if you feel like you're not used to it that kind of shows up in different areas when you're an adult you know what I mean and that could mean romantically even platonically you know what I'm saying um but in this case, in this context, yes, romantically for sure. I never thought this was the answer I was gonna get from this man. It comes with fucking up. It, It comes with um it comes with a lot of accountability. It comes with experience, obviously. Um, I've been through some crazy stuff with some girls, with with some women. I'm not going to say girls. That's crazy. With some women. Um, and I always look at the situation and try to take accountability. E- even if I was like, even if I was like, um, not all the way at fault for the situation. Like my brain associates that with like, all right, you probably like did something to fuck this up. So mm. like you gotta figure out what you did to make to make it make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? It just it just come with experience. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. I'm still single, that. so I don't know shit. Right. I feel that. <laughs> okay. All right. Honesty, look at that. You know what I mean? We're at track nine. This might be my favorite song. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just in the sense of, you know what I'm saying, just you know, arrangement, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Roll with me. Yeah, I like that joint a lot. Now, you have a, that's one of four videos, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. From That's Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me what, what, what's your thought process behind music videos? And then what made you choose this record to be a video, to, to, to have a video? Um, come and roll with me. I'll be stressing because I cannot take the globe with me. And I'll really be feeling that way. Like, Obviously, we all know you can't take everybody with you. Right. Everyone don't deserve your grace. Everybody can't go. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I have been blessed enough in my life to 
find real people that I can say that I can surround myself around and with. You know what I mean? Um, and that is a lot of people. And even though all of them deserve to roll with me and, and go wherever I go as far as like on some success shit, I know I'm like physically not going to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Um, so how that correlates with the video, um, I don't have or I have not seen no home movies of me when I was younger. So like other people have like home movies when they was little kids opening up gifts, birthdays, whatever, whatever. I don't. I, I relive a lot of my life through memories that my family tell me in pictures. Uh, so this was kind of me doing that for my deprived younger self. Mm. I would have loved to have seen the version of me that was younger, you know what I'm saying, like with my own eyes as an adult. I, I won't, other than like some pictures and my own memory, which is terrible. So I did this for me to document a very important time in my life with my people who I consider my family. And so now I can look at this 10, 15 years down the line and be like, I can't say I don't have like a home movie anymore. You know what I mean? So I kind of did that for myself. It was an excuse to put my mother in a music video. Yeah. And like the, the song feels like a hug. And like I wanted the video to feel like a hug. Mm -hmm. Like I cried when I saw that shit. I don't Dude. cry. I, I, I have not like cried on some happy shit ever. I think that was the first time I ever cried on some happy shit. Mm. And that's, that's a different type of cry. Nigga, I was like, <laughs> like Macaulay Culkin, nigga, like off the Home Alone shit. <laughs> oh, God, for real. That shit right. really did. Like, And shout out to Roberto because he like did everything I needed him to do. I was like, bro, literally just come to, come with me to these places, get these people on, on camera, and I want you to make sure you capture people smiling. That was the main focus. I want to see black people smiling in my motherfucking music video. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and that was very important to me. So every person you see in that video, I have a connection with, a relationship with, probably on like a relatively deep level. Um, and I would take a bullet for any one of those people that's in that video. Oh God, that's beautiful, man. Thank you. That is beautiful. Shout out to Roberto, stoop kid. Hey Roberto, oh man. Shout out to Roberto. Absolutely. That's another working motherfucker, bull. God damn. Mm -mm. Y'all niggas got like 15 jobs. Boy, hella hats. Shit is crazy. Hella hats. Um, so you have I'm gonna ask this question just so we can hopefully transition to this next song. Okay. You have six records that are that have a star next to them on Apple Music. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I don't know what that even means. I'm pretty sure that means that's like a popular song on the album. Probably like most played or people liked it or mm -hmm. whatever, yada yada yada. Can you tell me? Can you do you think you can name all six? Hell no. Can you name three? Uh, I know Grammy's got to be on there. Correct. Um, I know Lights Out got to be on there. Correct. Oh, that's a cheat code. Oh, no, you got to give me more than three then. Uh, is Contemporaries on there? No, Contemporaries is not. Racism. On. Okay. Um, <laughs> Peace. Is Peace on there? It is not. What the fuck? Um, We got Lights Out. We got Grammys. What could the other one possibly be? Is is the other one pull up? No. So I'll give you all right. So I'll terrible. maintain it. Okay. Halfway asleep. That was going. I should have said that. Roll with me. Okay. And then there's one more. Is it cold? It is not. Damn. What is it? It's the next record on the album, Everlasting. Really? Yeah. That's a sleeper. Everlasting is a sleeper. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. Everlasting. I love that song. That's my shit. Uh, 
It's just a vibey joint. It's just a super vibey. Joint. I was gonna ask you like, what, like what makes you call it a sleeper? I just feel like it just. I feel like it feels like like a like a deep album cut. It's not one of them joints where it has. It doesn't even have a hook. Mm. Uh, it's kind of just like a piece. I kind of just take these two ideas and then mesh them together to get this record. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I don't think there's nothing special about it outside of the fact that uh, I got Josh from fucking the band called Flocks to play keys and my Australian homeboy, his name is Boy Boy, to sing on the second half of Everlasting, um, produced by Low Tech, which he's from Ohio as well, but he's also, he's in uh, Arizona right now. Um, yeah, it was just two ideas that I just put together. I don't know. I didn't want to make these two songs separate because I'm like, if I just make them separate, they're just going to be like, all right, whatever. So I'm like, let me just put this together and try to just make this feel and sound beautiful. And that's what Everlasting was. I like the fact that you answered all of the questions I had right then and there. I didn't even have to ask it. Look at Jesus. I saw, he I saw two names on this record and I was like, I've never heard of these people. Word. I was like, I have to know who these people are. So yeah. one is in Australia. Yes. And then Josh Jetson is... I, th- I want to say he's from Cincinnati. Flocks was a band here. I want to say they were from here. Okay. I think majority of them, if not all of them, is in Chicago right now going crazy, doing crazy shit. Shout out to Flocks. Um, yeah. That's 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 the band that Josh is from. Now you've worked with you know you've worked with you know all of these people on this album. Um, I know you have probably had a decent amount of them in the studio with you to do all of this stuff. But did you have to like kind of I don't want to say chase anybody, but did you kind of have to you know uh, check in just to make sure that you was getting you know what you needed back versus hooks whatever? No, not at all. Um, and you want to know why? Uh, because I actually didn't make majority. Of, I think none of these records I made with anyone in the room. Oh shit! It was it was during quarantine. Does look at me assuming I'm over here like so oh. p- niggas had time right to you know do verses whatever and right. uh, I got everything back in a timely fashion. Shout out to literally everybody. Um, no, that was not an issue. That's what's up, man. That's that's how I know that this album was supposed to happen. It, it, it was like literally supposed to happen. So at least were, for me. There were so were there any uh, were there any hiccups with the album? Other than me feeling like niggas didn't know I was dropping. So I was like, let me change that. Um, and then once I dropped, it was perfect timing. Um, yeah, no, this shit happened very effortlessly, bro. If, if niggas did not get that sit down time, mm-hmm. this album would have never happened. Like at all. So like because I was able to sit down and I didn't have to worry about doing too much of nothing. I could just make an album in the house real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, And right. that was, that's unfortunate. That was, that album is the product of my time spent being in the house. Okay. Like, like if I have time to not have to worry about work and could just focus on an album, that's mm-hmm. at least what I could do during that time. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what. Nah, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank I you. With, I fucks with that. I appreciate it. I fucks with that. Um, Let me see. Where we at? Where we at? We just did Everlasting. We are at track 11. Ghost. Mm. Ghosts. How do, we, how do we how do we feel about ghosts? Hey, hey, yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, this is Ghost by yeah, Devin Burgess off of Best Unfortunate. I'ma keep yeah, saying that yeah, just so y'all just so y'all know, like yo, that's the name of this project. Yada yada yada. Yo, yo, yo. 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 Yo, yo, yo.
I'll be alone. Living out all of these songs, but I don't know cause. But I just had to get ghosts. Really, the fuck is you on? Like, don't be alarmed. Niggas just call me a joke, but want to make what he wrong. You stuck in the past. How you expect to excel? Worry what you never had. Look, go get a bag. These niggas want you to fail. Want to see you in the grass, but they never last. Take me, take me through this record. Okay, first and foremost, shout out to Overcast because he produced that record. Uh, a rapper producer out of Oakland, I think. Yeah, Oakland, I think, California. Yeah, he sent me that joint. I, well, no, I, I, he was uh, selling beats, and I think that was a part of a beat pack. And I was like, I need this, and gave him the bread or whatever. He sent me this. I think. I pitched the beat down or up like one or two semitones from what he actually sent it to me as and just rapped on it. And I remember sending it to him and he was like, bro, you made this beat like sound better. <laughs> and I was like, that is a, that was a, that's a pretty dope ass compliment. Right. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Um, it's just a rapping ass song about staying away from niggas. <laughs> that's why it's called Ghost. You know and I mean, in, in the midst of a pandemic, I mean, that's... That's very easily, you know, accomplished. And when you think about that, like that, it, it also makes sense. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah, just, just one of them. Ra- that's uh, that's one of them joints that almost did not make the album. Why? Mm, I felt like it wasn't strong enough. Okay. As far as like, if I felt like all of these records was like fire, like from where I was at to now, I was like, I'm like, damn, like, am I losing momentum if I throw this in here? And I and I like battled with myself for a while, and I was like, "Stop being a bitch, just put it out." And put it out. <laughs> I'm like, "Cause I paid for it, so I might as well put it out." Right. And I and it's not like I didn't like the record. It's just like I'm like, does it stack up to like these other songs that come before it? Um, I like the song. People like that record a lot. Uh, I'm glad I put it on the album for sure. That's a fairly newer term, but have you ever go to the young lady before? Yeah, probably. Damn, I'm not proud of it. Damn. So you are the problem. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. Look, honesty. I never said I wasn't. That's a fact. You did not. <laughs> I just wanted the confirmation because I didn't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? Without no, nah, I, mean, I needed like, to make sure. Like, with, okay. With emotional maturity comes knowing you might be the motherfucking problem. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And depending on who you ask, I might be the problem. That's what we call accountability, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I appreciate you know the applause. You know what I'm saying? A little applause for accountability. Because you don't get that in life, nigga. No, you really don't. So that, feel, really that don't. felt great. Wow. There we go, man. Come on now. Look at my ego. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Lights out. Yeah. Lights out. The fan favorite. Yeah, I got I to play this one. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lights Out featuring Two Rich Benji. Uh, Devin Burgess off of That's Unfortunate. You ever go night night nigga? <laughs> that's, such, that's such a random like thing to put on a song. The song called Lights Out. I mean, I get it. But night night, lights out. It, it, I get it. It's just, I don't know. Kevin Hart sound bites are so much funnier than they need to be. Because it's random. You niggas like, like yeah. Legal. I could probably get it four different ways. Elevated to the point I don't see you. Don't worry about me, dog. I'm doing my thing. Niggas acting like they don't even need you until you pulling up in something they crave. God protected me from all of this evil. Got nothing for you. Get the fuck out my face. Told my mama all my hustles is legal. I could probably get it four different ways. Elevated to the point I don't see you. Don't worry about me, dog. I'm doing my thing. Niggas acting like they don't need you. Man. 
Okay, how hard is it to get a Too Rich verse? Listen, and, and I treated it like it was a call from Barack Obama himself. Did you, did you kind of campaign your way into this? I feel like I remember maybe statuses where you was talking about getting a verse from him. I could be wrong, but I feel like that was a thing. I think I, like, put it out to the universe. Yeah, like, that you wanted, like, you... I think you said like you had a record yeah. that like you needed him on or some shit like that. I was like, bro, I was like, cause look, okay, on paper, I feel like a Devin Burgess and a Two Rich ben- Benji song may or may not make sense. Mm-hmm. If you think about the core of what he and I do, it may or may not work. So back to me trying to find balance, I felt like I found the balance of between like what I do and what I know he can slide on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I when I made the record, it was just gonna be the one verse, and then the shit faded out. And then I was like, this not. Nah, I'm like, this needs something. I'm like, who can I get on this? I'm like, I wonder if I can get fucking Benji on this. And I sent it to him, uh, and he sent it back, like relatively fast. I think. Like I think it didn't take him that long to do that. And it was everything I could have asked for. So that was my first. Benji clap ever I've been following Benji's career Before he was Too Rich Benji When this nigga Was D-Motion I don't know If niggas Remember But yeah That was him He is This guy now Um But yeah So like getting that Meant the world to me Shout out to Shout out to Benji That's my nigga That's, that's a good guy right there That's a good dude That's another one where I think I've only been In the same room as him Like one or two times That's another dude Where it's like Nah I'm, bro, I'm not gonna see you For another five years Nah Cincinnati he, y- Y'all done piss Benji off So he be in the crib Or like out of state I'm so, not mad at that Yeah I'm not either I'll be on the same shit Yeah I'm not mad at that That's why I be trying To travel so much I'm like you know nah bro Like I'm, I'm out of here I don't wanna see None of you niggas In line at Kroger C- Come no on shit. I, I don't I really don't Be trying to avoid niggas bro But you know what That's that's so funny about me Like For me to want to be Like the face of Cincinnati media I don't be wanting to talk to people That's how it be I really man. don't Like I don't be wanting Like I only want to talk to like A certain Like select few people mm-hmm. Cause it's like Bro I know y'all We have a relationship I know what I'm gonna get and I know I'm not going to get the same conversation. Like, we could sit down tomorrow with microphone, and it's not going to be the same conversation. Right, absolutely. Some people are just like, bro, this all you got to offer, and that's it. Like, I don't <laughs> know, man. Maybe that's wrong of me. I mean, I feel low-key the same way. Like, I feel like to my core, I'm, I'm pretty, like, to myself. I'm, I'm reserved. I'm an earth sign, so I'm very, like, to myself, and I'm a Capricorn. Do with that information okay. what you will. I, was, I don't care. Okay. Um, no, no, I'm talking about to like whoever here that'd be like right. sucking ace heave. I don't care. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I'm very to myself and I appreciate like my alone time. So I don't know. It kind of just, I don't know. It just works out. Okay. So you mentioned you're a Capricorn. Yeah. Can you tell me a couple things that, can you tell me a couple things about Capricorns that are true for you? I can tell you that I'm the goat. <sighs> Come on, I need, I need, I need, to, I need to do this. God damn it. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't even know that that was the right one. Look at, shout out to me. Come on, synchronicities. Hey. I told you. That wasn't supposed to do that. Nah, we, I told you we was going to hit every damn, one. Damn, I did not you mean doing that. good. I got too like, cocky. No, I wasn't supposed to hit that button. You was. I was giving myself a compliment. I spoke this into existence and I lit an incense. That was going to happen. <laughs> so I embarrassed myself giving myself a compliment because you brought it to... You know I think, I think it up. may just be like that's fucked up. like spiritual manipulation. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. 
Okay, yeah, now I walk right into that one. Shit. Okay. That's all I Other than the nah, no, you gotta give me something else. No. <laughs> what I that need just, after no, that. that just made if me I'm mad. Go, what I need after that. That just made me mad. Blame the I stars, don't walk nigga. Into take it up like with that. God. <laughs> take it up with God. You know, I'm gonna be laying there. I'm gonna be laying in bed at night like, damn, yo, you really walked into that one with this that nigga, nigga really the If go. I ever hear Capricorn, if I sit down with you and I hear the word Capricorn, I'm not asking you shit else about your sign. I'm Listen, not. Look, because that's not that's never happening again. Go, no cap. Okay. But I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Let me and we keep nope. it down to earth, so you know I'm not you lying. About to move you the feel fuck me? on. Come on. Top rope. God damn it. We keep it jumping around here. What are you talking about? No, I'm I'm really mad I walked into that, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Next song. We track thirteen, y'all. This, this is where we at. Track thirteen. Fuck twelve. I was born on the thirteenth because I said fuck twelve. That's crazy. Twenty nine years of life. I just realized that. I've been saying fuck twelve my whole life. I wonder why. Nah, it ain't just police. No, nigga, it's in the stars. I did not come out on the twelfth with an F Were you on purpose. To? I don't know, but that's oh, besides okay. the point. Okay. I came out on the thirteenth. Why? Cause why? Cause fuck twelve. God damn it. Okay. Thirteenth song. <laughs> Cold. Yeah, she know. But she don't want nothing to do with me. <laughs> why don't why why doesn't she want anything to do with you? Because you the problem? I don't know. We we, we back on that? You probably are you the problem. Is yeah. You know what I mean? That's like Okay, you wanna know what code is? Uh-huh. Code is the product of me being a lazy writer. I wrote those first four lines, mm-hmm. didn't know what to do after that. Caught a little pocket. I said, I'm gonna run this back four more times and that's gonna be the song. <laughs> but it worked. It's, I mean, a, it's an interlude. To be fair, the thong song is just the same verse twice. Yeah, but that's a whole record. I don't care. You know, for sure. Shout out to, but you can do that in like in like things that you can sing because people won't realize it upon like first listen. Like you, okay, you can fair. Get away with that. When but you I'm know. just saying, for those who did not know, it's the same verse twice. I don't know if I knew that off the top of my head. I ain't gonna hold you. And then the hook is, I mean, the hook ain't like it don't change or nothing. So I mean, you mm-hmm. you know. You know, he did his thing. I ain't gonna hold you. It's hard, but I'm just simply saying. You oh, know, shout out to Cisco. Yeah, but yeah, nah, Cold. I like Cold a lot. Uh, that's my. That's probably one of my favorite joints on here mm-hmm. because I don't know. I just feel like it just it just sound good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shout out to Latrell. She was the woman speaking at the beginning of that. I was like, I just need you to talk. Cause I'm like, I love your voice. I have a thing for voices. Like, if you got a like nice voice. I will listen to you talk about nothing forever. I'm with that. You feel me? Uh, male or female. Like, I, I just have a thing for voices. I'm a sound guy. So, mm-hmm. like, certain frequencies and registers resonate with me and do things to my spirit. Yeah. You feel me? Um, so, I love her voice. Um, I was like, I just need you to talk some shit real quick. And then I was like, all right, bet. I did the uh, she knows she cold part. And then I started singing the chorus for pull up on top of it. I was like, oh, this can, like, actually go into pull up. And that's when it kind of became this interlude slash prelude for the next record. Do you um do you subscribe to the whole like typing like this song is an interlude? You didn't on on the track listening, but is that something that you that you would do? I think I meant to. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, <laughs> I ain't gonna. I think I maybe meant to, or maybe I didn't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I think I've done it in the past before. Got you. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I got I got I got too much music, bro. I don't, I can't be keeping up with my own self sometimes. Right. No, I get that. And now we are at where are we at? Pull up. Yeah, pull up. Mm-hmm. Pull up. Satisfied. Yeah. Uh, featuring Zanelle. Yeah, that is a singer songwriter 
I want to say she's from Memphis. She was in Columbus at the time, and I want to say she's back in Memphis. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the homie. Uh, I, another person whose voice I loved, she be singing and doing like freestyles and shit on on uh, on Instagram. She sang on a couple of my beats before, and I was just like, yo, I just need you to like sing backgrounds for me on this. And she like laced me up, iced me out. You feel me? Uh, yeah, that's one of them little little vibey joints. I like that joint a lot. I thought that shit was gonna do more than what than what I thought it was gonna do. When I wrote that shit, I felt like that nigga. I ain't gonna hold you. Because I feel like that's different for a rapper to write. You know what I mean? And I consider myself to be a rapper. So I was like, look at my little brain coming up with little, little, you know, little slaps like this. Let's, let's well, you know, what, since, you know what, since you thought it was going to be bigger than, you know, I guess what it was. You know, we're we going we gonna to go ahead and play this record. We're going to play this record real quick. We're going to get this record some shine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pull Up, Satisfied, featuring Zanel, Devin Burgess, off of That's Unfortunate. Pull up on me. Yeah, yeah. That be crazy. YouTube. Oh, see, here we go. Yeah, this gives me a YouTube feel for sure. It does. Were you self-conscious about? Like this, this flow, this pocket that you were in. Did you ever feel like that? What you mean? Was I self-conscious? Just because it's not like your like rap voice. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of oh, got like nah. a. Nah, not at all. Okay. It, it felt very natural to do because, like, as much as I rap, I do like understand cadence and I understand melody. You know what I mean? I, it's just not the first thing that I do, but like I can I can definitely find pockets for myself and things that make sense for my voice. I think that's important. Right. I don't think I try to do anything out of my register. I think that's also important. That's sex is so cold. That's exceptional songwriting, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Pull Up, Satisfied, Devin Burgess featuring Zanel. Off of That's Unfortunate. Yes, sir. Man, that's track 14, the next song, produced by you. Yeah. you know, you, do you know what song it is? It's Dagger. It is. Yes. It is. It's my favorite. You got to run favorite. this. I ain't going to hold you. I got you. You got to run you. this. Uh, is, there, is there anything that you want to briefly say about it, or do you, do you just want to get into the record, and then we can speak on it? That part. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dagger. Devin Burgess off of That's Unfortunate. I gotta ask you about that just so the people know. Right. I hate you alone. 
I hate that you think that we couldn't speak on the phone. Hate the way that we left it. I hate the days when you're gone. Hate the things that I said to you. Hate to see that I'm wrong. Shit. I love every inch of you. I love that our love wasn't built off anything physical. It sucks to be missing you. Discussions is minimal. The lust that was plentiful, but your touch something spiritual. It's tough, but I'm getting through. And baby, don't want no beef. It's done, well, it's underneath the sun. I just wanted peace, a blunt, and you under me. For once, I just felt complete. But love, just a shattered dream on the cusp of the madness. Seems to pass time. We attach to things and lie to ourselves to get past all that's happening. But the past keeps on grabbing me, and I frighten myself. Cause I go back if it's asked of me. Isn't wise for my health, but that's the dagger you had in me. Yeah. Sad boy bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm kind. I'm kind of noticing a. I'm kind of noticing something here, man. Yeah, you be on. Yeah, you be on some other shit, man. When Sad you- boys, 2003, bro. I thought you knew what Young Lean. <laughs> oh, no, man. You said you said the lusting was plentiful. Yeah, but you touch something spiritual is tough, and I'm getting through. Yeah, I'm stuck on the lust that is plentiful, bro, brother. You, okay. what is what? What's your toxic trait? I need to know this. You got to you, you, you ask somebody else. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's, <laughs> I, that I feel like that's a crazy answer, but you would literally have to ask someone else. I couldn't tell you. I don't go out of my way to be toxic. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if you ask someone I've been in relations with, they may be able to tell you patterns that I may have, and I can validate those. Got you. Or disagree, and that we can just go from there. You know what I mean? That's all I got for you. Okay, <laughs> fair. So let's let's talk about the sequencing um, of the album. Yeah, I mean, if you if you've heard this, I mean, we're we're at track. We're about to approach track sixteen, but I mean, everything has flowed extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, the uh, piece to Grammy's transition is nuts. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you always have this this? ear or eye for sequencing because I, I, don't, I don't think people realize how important it is yeah sub, uh, subconsciously not like on purpose uh, my father was the bootleg man at one point in time so he had all the movies all the CDs all the music whatever um, so when I would go over to his crib this nigga would just have a, a fresh stack of CDs so I'm, I'm and this is around the time we was burning CDs so mm. I'm burning everything you feel me um with within that i'm also making myself mixes so when i'm young i'm like putting this together like in a way that i feel like makes sense flow wise you know what i mean I've, I've been doing that since i was little but like that's pretty much sequencing so i applied that to what i do now and now i just be like sequencing my albums yeah so i, I so i was doing this shit when i was younger but didn't know what i was doing like i had to like Come to that correlation to myself, right? You know what I mean. That's what's up. That's Shit, real. crazy. When you be thinking about like your life and how things that you were doing when you were younger and how it like translates to like your adulthood, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "Damn, I've been doing this for a minute. I just didn't know there was like a, a phrase or like a term for it." You know what I mean? Right. And the fact that it, it and it that it plays a part in your in your art you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like that's just that's crazy to think about absolutely um so yeah so we go from we go from dagger you know what i'm saying on some sad boy shit and then we kind of go to some some upbeat i'm not fucking with you niggas 
on Screens. Yeah. Screens is such a great song. Thank like, you. It's such a great song. I appreciate it. Because um, <laughs> you can listen to it and like you can hear it as like, yo, this is like a hilariously good song because yeah. it's it's funny because you can relate to it. Mm. Or it's like a like nah, fuck these niggas. Like nah, I feel what he's saying. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying it, it can go either way. Um, I feel like the song is just so self ex- self explanatory. The the first time you hear it, absolutely. Like it's just it's it's very to the point. It's to the point. Yeah. Like absolutely. Um. So you know you got the. Is that you talking on the song? Because it uh, sounds like, like you, but the, I'm like, uh, I don't think that's him. Like the little vocal clip? Yeah. Nah, that's the homie AJ. Uh, okay. That's that's like one of my one of my good friends. I've known him for like almost like going on like what eight years or something like that. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, man, that kind of sound like him, but I don't know if he put a filter on. I don't know what he did. Nah, I told him, I was like, look, I'm like, I need you to be a rapper I'm like I need you to be An entitled rapper That wants beats from me And you don't care about Nothing I got going on And, he, and I was like I want you to make it seem Like you doing me a favor By me sending you beats And you rapping on the beats Even though you don't have Nothing to pay for it Right And he sent me that clip I chopped it up You got the song Simple as that Were you were you fairly impressed With, with what he with, with what he sent you Yeah Especially the very end Cause he's, this nigga Does that long ass pause At the at the end of it And he's like Hit me back Like right. I think that shit Funny cause I think That's some shit That like niggas would do Like uh Yeah Nah he He, he executed flawlessly I was like bro This is fucking perfect That's the uh Like that type of situation That was the first time I ever met Joe Ede That's how I met him what you mean? We finished at we finished up at the studio. We had just recorded an episode, mm-hmm. and I think he was about to start a session, mm-hmm. and we just started talking. And next thing you know, like I just stayed for a session, and he made this song. I forget the name of the song, but it had Chris talking shit about him, and he was like, "Yo, like, yo, can you get in the booth and just like start talking shit about me?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Bro, I don't even know you, like type shit, like what?" So I just like <laughs> kind of went in there, like, oh, "Like fuck you, Joe." Like I was like, "Bro, I don't know what to like. I don't, I don't know you well enough to do that." Right now, if we had a 15 year relationship. Oh no, I'm gonna go in there and I, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's funny when you put somebody in that situation, and nah, that's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? They they come out with something dope like that. Nah, for, nah I, I definitely gave him like context and what right. I needed him to do. I wasn't just like, yo, I just need you to talk some shit real quick. Right. You know what I mean? Nah, shit. Nah, shout that's, out to AJ. That's funny. But off of that, how how often do you deal with bad business? Every day. And I mean Niggas would be like, I'm gonna pay you on Friday. If Friday never come the whole time, it's Saturday now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you feel you feel what I'm saying? Uh and like I understand that shit happens. It's like I'm 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 a pretty understandable person, mm-hmm. um, understanding person. I'm sorry. Uh, and as long as there's communication between me and a the client, then like I'm pretty much not gonna trip. But like you have like two or three times for something to continuously pop up before I'm like, all right, like I'm off doing business with you at this point because you're not serious, and I take my time and my craft very seriously. I know I'm gonna show up as far as like our. As far as my half of our deal, our bargain, whatever. So I just need you to respect me and do the same thing. And niggas can't do that. So it happens all the time. But you know, it comes with the territory. I didn't think I didn't think it would happen as much. I just I know how uh, how firm you are, like on your boundaries and just how you operate. Mm-hmm. Like for the for the listeners, like Devin banned me from buying beats from him. 
for like a, a, a little period of time. He may not remember that, but he would not sell me a beat. I legit <laughs> remember because at one point I was like really, I had, I was like really frustrated, like to the point where I was like, "Yo, who the fuck is he? Like, why did like who does he think he is doing this?" But then part of that is knowing, hey man, people have their boundaries, people have yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying? And obviously you want something of, you know, something that he possesses. So obviously you can't act like who is he? Like don't do that. So yeah. My whole thing as far as that go was just like, all right, like I can I can send you packs every month or whatever, but if I'm doing that and I know you searching for beats and there's nothing that like you want, then at this point it's like, bro, just tell me what you're looking for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I don't think we had got to that part yet. And I was just like, nah, you just nah, because I think the I think I think once once the ban was lifted, I think once the ban was lifted, I think that's when I bought uh, the beat for Tyler. I think I think that's how that. Went. Oh, this was before Tyler. I thought this was after Tyler. Oh no, 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 no. Like, oh, know? okay. Well, then nah, I definitely don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was after Tyler. Nah. Uh, okay. Okay. So this was like a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. Okay. Bet. Okay. I yeah. save these type of stories because I'm like, bro, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down with these you. Know what I'm saying. Yeah, so sure. there we go. But yeah, it was a little while ago. Okay. Bet. But yeah, so what I ended up buying that. My bad. Once the band was lifted. Hey man. You know, you know, I'll be fucking around. See what I'm saying? So it's all good. Um. You have a line in here that is so funny. Fuck your video, hope it plummets. Someone just, hey, someone just said that to me a couple days ago. That's one of the funniest lines I've heard in a while. Oh God, like, cause look, cause niggas, niggas a a flake on me on some business shit, right? Leave me on red, whatever. And then like the next time I get a notification from this nigga, be like, yo, like, comment, share on this video, boy. Fuck your video. Hope it, hope, hope you it hope you get no views, nigga, on hope me. Plummet. I meant that from the bottom of my motherfucking heart. You oh was like really like in your bag when you was. And it rhymes, so I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting this off. I never used plummet in a rhyme yet, so I'm like, I'm getting it off. I don't on. think I've ever used that word in life. <laughs> hope that shit plummet. Outside of reading it inside of a book, I don't think I've ever used that word in normal conversation. That's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, can can you tell me the? It was produced by. I really don't want to butcher nobody else's name. Chemo Hog? Let me see. Kim. Uh, we on screens. Yeah. Oh, Keem OG. Ke- see? But, God but, damn but, it. But it's, but it's it's supposed to be like together like that. That's how he he has it. Oh, okay. Um, I want to say that's a YouTube beat. Okay. Yeah. I w- yeah. I think I think that's a YouTube beat for sure. Okay. Shout out YouTube. Hey man, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes YouTube comes, th- YouTube comes through. Yeah, sometimes. Um, then you follow that up with Eden. Yeah. Was there a reason? That, was there a reason that Eden is in all caps? Or you just is everything not in all caps? No. Let me see for real. <laughs> oh, you mean like on the uh, on like the uh, like like on the, streaming? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That just it just felt like it needed to be all caps. <laughs> I don't know the way I uh um, cause I do all my own mixes and shit. So like when I save files to a computer, if you engineer or produce, you know how shit go. Like you'll just save some shit, some shit. But a lot of times when a record is done to me, I'll capitalize it, and then like if it's not done, it'll stay, it'll remain lowercase, and that's how I know if a record is finished or not. Mm. So I think whenever I made that record, I I, I just titled it Eden, capitalized. And I just liked the way it looked. So I was just like, I'm going to just keep it that way. Okay. So it's literally probably just for like aesthetic purposes only. Got you. Yeah. 
Um, Shout out to uh, Dead is Art. That's my that's my homie from. I am uh, so glad that you said their name because I was like, I don't know. How Dead is it. Art. Yeah, Dead is Dead, art. is Dead is Art. Yeah, that's that's the homie. That's a rapping ass nigga too. From here? No, he's uh from somewhere in Pennsylvania. I don't know where, but somewhere over there. Rappers, you know what I mean. So, when it comes to networking. How the hell did you come up? How did like how did you come up with how did you make all of these connections? I mean, you are I mean, if you listen to you are all over the map. You got Oakland, you got the deepest part of Texas, you know, that's basically <laughs> Mexico that, you know, I'm apparently banned from and couldn't go to. <laughs> then you got you got Pennsylvania, of course, you know what I'm saying? You got Cincinnati, you got Columbus. Man, talk about the port the importance of networking. I mean, shit, man. Uh I I grew up on the internet. And I wasn't the guy who had beats or producer relationships at his disposal like that. So I, I, I kind of introduced myself to making music by reaching out, talking to people, developing relationships with people, um, rapping over their shit. Like a lot of times, I think this is like the most, I probably like had like the most producers like just scattered around. But I also try to keep it like kind of consistent as well too. Like there's a couple of producers that come, that pop up like several times, mm-hmm. um, so that just makes sense. I don't know, man. I just always knew how to just reach out and like follow up. You know what I mean? It's it's just as simple as that. Like approach people with good business, like you got some sense and you respect their craft, and typically they'll fuck with you. If they don't, that's cool. You got to respect that. It's definitely people who I've reached out to. And they was like, yeah, I'm not, I, I don't even like sell beats for real. And I'm like, all right, bet, cool. You got to keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Are they just doing it because they bored? Like- I mean, people literally just do it for the craft and just to show people. Producers literally can just be producers and not have a rapper rap on a beat. Rappers are privileged to rap on production. Because if not, then nigga, y'all make the beats. So a producer don't need a rapper, but most rappers need a producer. So... Yeah, people just do it for the craft. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I had to produce my own beats, more holla at your auntie. That should be terrible. It, I mean, you gotta you gotta go into it understanding that, like, nigga, you go, you probably gonna be whack at first. Not everyone could be fucking Kanye West as right. soon as they hit a button on the NPC. You right. feel me? Like that talent you know what i'm saying years of trial and error experience all that shit like it comes with the territory just like anything else you got to work at it that's facts cool. that's facts now we are at tony stark mm-hmm. track 18 also something that almost did not make the album because i thought the beat was too weird mm. i was like is this too noisy for people <laughs> it's it's like because like a, <laughs> that's a hilarious question yeah because like the whatever the sample is or whatever, like it's just I don't know. I was like I think it was me kinda like doing the whole people pleasing thing that I may or may not do from time to time. I was this, like this is the record that definitely speaking about. I thought maybe Tony it had been like too I don't know. But I loved it though. It's different. It's different. It's different for sure. I'm rapping. Niggas gonna run with the sauce. I'm done. Yeah. 
keep all of the peace in my heart. Hey, cause most of you creep. Are you crazy now? This beat is nuts. Thank you. Oh, it, oh it's, I, I said thank you. Like I made it. This overcast. Nah, this beat is crazy. That's my shit. Is uh is is, is Tony Stark one of your favorite Marvel characters? Nigga, I've never seen none of the Iron Mans. It's one of them instances where I say something in a record one time. That's the name of the song. I've never seen any of the Iron Mans from front to back. I fuck with Robert Downey Jr. kind of a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just caught it. Like I think I low-key disappointed uh, another podcaster because he asked me about Tony Stark. And he was like, that's my favorite Marvel character. I'm like... Little do you know. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not mine. I just, I was like Tony Stark, Marvel. All right, well, let me ask him. But no, I, pro- I probably should have known that you that you haven't seen that. I, I'm, I'm not the biggest uh, comic book Marvel person. I don't, I don't know if this is the time and place to have this conversation. Are you, talk, are you about to bring up the Batman thing? Yes, because I've never been able to bring it up. Okay, so I don't even remember what it was because this happened so you long ago. You said the Dark Knight. I'm pretty sure you said the Dark Knight is the greatest superhero movie ever. Or something of that sort. I feel like that's a bold claim. That I, was that um, what I said? Bro, you said supposed so. to have big receipts right now. Bro, you know how long CVS receipts, nigga. That, <laughs> that's funny as, long shit. as shit. That's funny as hell. <laughs> no, I don't, bro. I don't even remember. You definitely said something of. I, I remember saying something about Batman. Uh, Batman ain't shit. Like as a superhero, though, this nigga just a rich nigga that like to beat up on niggas. <laughs> That's all he is, bro. I That's mean, you're not wrong. It, and ain't he technically dead? Like, ain't no more Batman, basically. Batman ain't never going away, man. I hope not. I don't like. I, look, I don't be following these movies. But the Dark Knight Rises. That's the one with Heath Ledger, right? No, the Dark Knight is. The yeah, one. yeah. That's the one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. No, that movie, bro. Period. That movie crazy. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I fuck. I fuck with the uh, the Bane one too. Um, Bane came through was fucking I was, shit. Up. I was cool with it until he died. That that's where they lost me. I didn't like that. I don't remember how he died. I yeah. I mean, I seen the movie. I just didn't like like he. Spoiler alert! Like him, basically, he wasn't the mastermind. The girl was. The white woman. Yeah. It's always a white woman. I I know, but I, come on. That's like, why that movie was whack. And then <laughs> the movie was great though until that point. Like so that, that's what I mean. That's yeah, it. like uh Shorty uh Catwoman pulls up on the on the Batman bike and, and shoots Bane and boom. Shout out Anne Hathaway because she was looking fine as hell, but fuck that. This nigga uh Christian Bale, that's his name, right? Yeah. This nigga had to climb out of a cave. It probably wasn't him, and that probably was CGI, but I digress. Right. <laughs> for the sake of the story. Yeah. This nigga had to climb out of cave, was getting his ass whooped every time. That shit was crazy. I just don't like the bang die. Who's your favorite Batman? Who's my or, favorite Batman? Or wait, are you that? Are you well versed in Batman's like actor wise? Not for real, but can I tell you the thing? Something that I want. Okay. I want them to do uh, a Batman Beyond movie. Ain't gonna happen. And I want that shit to look like a cross between um, Sin City okay. and Space Odyssey. That'd be incredible. It's not gonna happen though. I know. But could you imagine how lit that would be? It would be amazing. I want that to happen. But to answer your question, (laughs) uh, I don't. I feel like by default, I'm probably just gonna say Christian Bale. Like I feel like that's a that's a cop out answer, but I'm sticking to it. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Who your favorite one? Jack Nicholson, not Jack Nicholson. Uh, How old? Like yo? Like how old do you think I am? Why is Jack? Why? I, no, I just got the wrong. And that I was the Joker, the, and no, he played the Joker. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's what I know. That's I'm, I'm fucking up. 
uh, how I think you are. Ain't you like, ain't you like 35? Oh, I'm 33. Okay, okay, but I'm not that far off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to put age on you, but yeah. I just knew you was older than me. Right. Yeah, okay, for sure. Yeah, no. Ballpark, we, we there. All right. I mean, anywho. But I hope you didn't think I thought like Michael Keaton was like my favorite Batman because that would be that's what well yeah because what's the other answer uh, Ben Affleck fuck no Ben Affleck Affleck never should have been Batman where's the trigger no I like Edward better than him you said who Edward from uh, Twilight I didn't even see that one that shit was hard it's hard I don't even think I saw it. It's that dark. One. It's depressing. It's hard. So I might it's fuck the, with it. It's the shit. Yeah. I might fuck. Bro, you up? What's it called? That. The Batman. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna see what's popping. And uh, I'm pretty sure Lenny Kravitz' daughter plays Catwoman, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, word. Yeah. I'm gonna see what one um, of movies talking about. But uh, <laughs> so I guess Christian Bale would be my favorite, but I have a guilty pleasure Batman movie that niggas would kill me for. Stop saying guilty pleasures because that shit don't exist. You like what you like. Who you conforming to? Oh damn! Okay, we got. Deep. I need claps for that. Oh shit! Yo, <laughs> nah, he bodied that. Nigga, if the button there, fuck it, we gonna use it. Fuck are they talking about? Nah, he bodied that. Wow. Nah, I don't believe in guilty pleasures, nigga. I like what I like. Okay, fair. Okay, I have a Batman movie that I like that most people don't like. Which one? Batman and Robin. Uh, Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is Batman. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, he plays Two Face, and Jim Carrey plays the Riddler. I'm thinking of Arnold Schwarzenegro. That's crazy. That's another one that I kind of sort of like. But the one with the one with uh, Jim Jim Carrey, Carrey, the Riddler, right? Yes. Ah, That's goaded. You know, I can't tell me shit about that movie. I vividly remember seeing the VHS maybe at my pop's house. That's crazy. I say vividly and maybe in the same sentence. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I remember seeing that shit at like my pop's house. I don't recall watching it. I know it was around. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, but I, I love I love that movie. Yeah, it had Robin in it. Uh, I forget who played Robin, but and then the, the Batmobile in that movie. Yeah, no, that was the one for me for okay. sure. Okay, well, yeah, that's my favorite movie. I need, so I need to brush up on my. Batman. I'm so glad we were not filming this for like social media because that would have been on TikTok and niggas would have. Boo me out the back. <laughs> But it's cool It's what I Hey you heard what he said I like what I like God There's no it. such thing As guilty pleasure Come on now Fuck niggas <laughs> Keep God in your life Fuck nigga Yeah Fuck nigga You know what I'm saying See so yeah, it Tony Stark man Oh you said in that song um, Music was just an escape Now I'm escaping the music Music was just an escape, but now I'm escaping the music, losing control of my fate. But maybe it's just an illusion. I fight with my thoughts. It came. Uh, I fight with my thoughts. It tore me apart. I left with a couple of bruises. My nigga, this art and there ain't no rules. So I give a fuck about a rule break. Fuck a deluxe. It's a full clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was up with that line, man? Um, I think I think that low key. What what to me that's that's kind of self explanatory. Mm-hmm. But uh. Yeah, the music was just an escape. Like, I used to escape from the music, but now I feel like the music is escaping me, meaning that, like, you know, the the pursuit, the chase, whatever you want to fucking call it, the endeavor is getting, like, harder to see. You know what I mean? It, it, it gets more difficult to want to continue. Um, yeah. And... Like like the the contemplations I have with like quote unquote hanging it up, um, kind of speak to to that line that I have with myself. You you've been you are someone who's been very vocal about like how many times you've almost quit and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because you said that on uh, Isai's album. Yeah, yeah, you said that on his album, yeah. and I and I thought that I thought that uh, stood out. I mean, does it seem more factual like currently, or is that, or is it just kind of like a once every blue moon type deal? Um, well, I I feel like as of recently, the energy that I've been like feeling is that like this shit obviously bigger than me like i said on his album like mm-hmm. this shit bigger than me and if i really wanted to hang this shit up and just go do some regular shit i would have i would have did it for whatever reason be my stubbornness or my my passion whatever you want to call it i still have not stopped that's how i know like this shit not really up to me cuz it's been times where i've been like i'm through dealing with like the shit that come with all of this shit You know what I mean Like I'm just done with it um, And I ain't really Been nowhere yet So like If I feel this way now It's like How do I expect to get To whatever Next stratosphere I want to get to If I feel this way now So it's like I really do be wanting To like hang it up But My spirit won't allow me To do it physically I just I just cannot do it You know what I mean And I, there's something To be said about that It's just bigger than me I fuck with that I fuck with that For sure Brownstone, yeah, track nineteen. Mm-hmm. What can you tell me about this record? Produced by, let me see, bro. These names, man. <laughs> let me tell you something, y'all. Hey, listen, hey, listen, Uncle Side Puda. I never was gonna guess that. What? <laughs> Side Puda. Hey, listen, uh, man. Uncle Rope can't keep up with these names. <laughs> that is by a producer that I believe I found on YouTube, and I end up finding that beat on his uh, Beat Stars okay. website. Um, that originally was going to be the last song on the album. It felt like a grand closing. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just like from top to bottom, that felt like okay curtain call to me and I don't I don't know but but that also just feels like the precursor for contemporaries like I feel like you can't you low-key can't have one without the other because contemporaries to me ends the album very well I know I'm jumping ahead but uh but brownstone was just like you know in the in the event no nah, I'm not even gonna say in the event when I figure this shit out and like I'm able to jump off the porch. Hopefully everything that I've done here, my foundation is still like gonna be solid enough to when I come back, like I'm not viewed a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that niggas still like welcome me with open arms and niggas don't change up on me just because my status may be different from when I jumped off the porch. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So that's like the whole metaphor of leaving the light on for when I come home because niggas is going to have to come back. You know what I mean? Like I don't anticipate jumping off the porch and then like never coming back to the crib again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like regardless if I move, I mean like as far as like my roots here, like I got roots here. I got foundation here. Like I want to be able to do stuff for this city like musically and like for these kids and shit like I want I want my talents to be able to like do something for like the next generation and the generations to come you know what I mean I want to low key I don't, I don't want a building in my name but like maybe like a studio here or something that'd be hard. like that would be, be lit dope. you yeah, know what I mean yeah that'd like, be dope absolutely but that's that's pretty much what, what Brownstone is, is about for me that beat felt like it felt triumphant but it also felt like it also felt like I don't I don't know like 
I, like it, it like I, I don't I don't have kids, but the feeling that a parent must get when they send off their child to like college, mm. it's like it's a sadness, but like you're also like proud. That's kind of what that felt like for me. Cause I'm gonna have to leave. I love Cincinnati, but I can't stay here fucking forever. So that saddens me, but it's something that I have to do. It's a necessary evil, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Cause that <laughs> you <laughs> you answered my question that was gonna follow with contemporaries. Nigga, I contemporaries know how to talk like, about a, some no, shit. absolutely. Cause contemporaries is basically me. I'm like, yo, when are you leaving Ohio? That's literally my question that came that came from that song. I'ma just hop on the road. I don't know, bro. That shit just gotta make sense. And I guess for now it just ain't made sense for me yet. Mm. I don't be trying to stress it. I don't be trying to think about it. I feel like that shit gonna happen when it's supposed to happen. Um Yeah. That's that's all I got. But I know it is gonna happen eventually. I can't stay here forever. I see that you're big on time and like when the when the moment feels right, you'll know and basically, you know, you know, just kinda, you know, when I know I'm gonna know. Yeah. Do you have a place in mind where you would like to move to, or do or do you just kind of think it's gonna be one of those life is gonna tell me where we going? I feel like it's that. Um, I also feel like that I would probably thrive in Chicago. Mm. Um, I feel like I feel like I could live in L.A. or at least like have, you know stuff to do in LA. I could live like on the outskirts of LA or whatever, but I could live in that area and once I start getting my foot in the door, I could be able to keep up with like the fast pacedness of Los Angeles because Ohio is a very slow place. Mm-hmm. LA is fast. Like everything is just fast and I feel like as soon as I get my foot in the door, I can be able to like keep up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, one of those places... I felt really at peace when I went to New York for the first time. Uh, this was, I think, October of last year. Um, it was beautiful. It was gloomy as fuck, too. But I was just, I felt just really good while I was there. Um, I'm going to ask you a question about New York. Cause okay. I saw a TikTok and it made me wonder. Does New York smell like trash? You know what? I think definitely certain places definitely do. Okay. The places I was at, I didn't notice it like really stinking, but there's definitely some places that's like, okay, it kind of smells crazy here. I mean, I kind of expected to, to an extent, because it's like, bro, y'all got 85 gazillion people inside of the city. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, it ain't going to be all, you know, daisies and lilies. Bro, it's not. And then like, if you ever see like, you know, because people got to set trash on the on the curb. Yeah. Bro, it'd be like mountains of trash. Trash just out there. Where the fuck? Where are they burying this shit, nigga? That you got to go ask a New Yorker. Cause I remember like they were talking about us here and Rumpke Rumpke. not having space. I remember that. Like that was like a real conversation. I mean scale. So yeah, probably for Ohio we may be running out of space. Right. Like in comparison to New York, nah. But that's what I'm just wondering. I'm like, bro, like where do y'all where y'all burying all this shit? I don't know. I just watched this show on HBO. All of that rhyme, and I have ADHD, so I noticed that. Uh, I just watched the show on fucking HBO. it's called How To With Somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who uh, Nathan Felder is or if you ever seen that the show. That name sounds very familiar. Have you ever seen the show Nathan For You? I don't know. Or maybe... Uh, I'm about to Google this. There is a, a, another show on HBO that he has called The Rehearsal. Anyway, he's like this weird guy. Oh, I know who that is. Okay, yeah. He produced the show that I'm talking about and it was just talking about the New York trash system and mm-hmm. how it's just like 
crazy. Or no, it was actually talking about the recycle system. So then it ended up talking about like the trash and how it's just it's just crazy and how they like are like running out of space and all this other shit. Like, yeah. bro, I don't know. They're gonna have to burn it. And then all that shit is gonna go in the air and then like create more problems for us. Well, they overseas somewhere, I forget where, they figured out a way to burn it and basically use it as like reusable energy. Really? Yeah, or some yeah. I forget where it's like Sweden or somewhere over there. I feel like if America adopts that, it ain't gonna be for another lot of years because anything that helps like the sustainability of our people, it seems like they'd be against that. So yeah, because they don't yeah because they don't care yeah they yeah for sure but let's not get no more sadder than it's already been right 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 <laughs> right, right what's uh what's 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 your favorite thing and least favorite thing about New York my favorite thing about New York is that it exists and it's a magical place okay and it's also like a scary place <laughs> in in what aspect I mean like. Do you think Imagine being lost in New York Without a phone No You might be able to like Survive I, in other Like major cities I've been lost in Cincinnati And panicked I'm not even gonna hold you Imagine being lost And you by yourself No That happened to you? No Oh I'm, that's, that's, I'm just giving you context Got you Uh, Yeah no Like so like So like It has pros and cons So like I love the fact That New York exists And the worst The worst thing about New York is I wouldn't even say worse because like I feel like I'm not from there so like I can't really like disrespect a place that I'm not from but just the traffic mm. just it just it's not ideal right none of it right it's it's worrisome but again I'm not from there so of course that all just looks foreign to me dog it's so many people it's a lot of people it's a lot of but like even when I okay so granted where I was at I was in Queens and it wasn't like totally mad populated. So like I was walking around, it was just me and Roberto just walking around New York. We were just chilling and we walked around Brooklyn. Um, it was cool. And it, it was, it was kind of like gloomy out. So it wasn't a whole bunch of people, but yeah, where we was at, it wasn't a lot of people, but it was a lot of fucking people. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was it was it was a wild ride, but I felt very at peace, which is weird. I gotta get up here one day, up to New York. You ain't been? Have you been? Mm-hmm. You should go. No. But see, it's funny because I'm sitting here complaining about the people, but I want to go to Tokyo. I, I kind of want to go to Tokyo, and I'm like, bro, I know that that's gonna zone me out. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I just told someone this the other day. The older I get as a black man, the, the more deterred I am from going overseas places. Why? I mean, cause. It already ain't safe for a nigga in America. So, that's like, fact. imagine a nigga going anywhere else that's not America. Mm. It, it's kind, it's kind of a toss up. I but, get what you're saying, but you know, it, you, I feel like I would just be more aware of it, nigga. I'd be aware when I'm out of town. I'd be like, right. I feel like I look like a tourist, or I look like I'm not from here. Right. I'd be thinking that. So, if I go to another country which I haven't experienced yet, I'm gonna be like. Can I even enjoy? Can I even enjoy nah, this trip right now? I you get know it, what I mean? especially in a especially like you can go you can go out of the country. You can go to Jamaica for like, sure. All right, no, listen, for sure. Like, listen, I know I'm not from here, but at yeah. least most of the people here, like I look like I look like somebody on this island Absolutely. somewhere. Tokyo is like 
bro, no, you like, bro, you out. don't look like them. Like, you don't at all and never will. And you got to think about, like, different laws and shit. Like, you might fuck around and do something that you ain't mean to do, but because you do it in America, they don't tolerate that shit over there. You might get fucked up. Yeah, because weed, weed is illegal in Tokyo. That's, and I heard weed is illegal in Dubai, and I think that's so yeah, unfortunate. it is. Man, shout out to Dubai, but man, nah, they got some shit over there. I like they got some laws over there. I think like they got some goofy, like you can't dance in public or some shit. Well, like we're not that. gonna call their laws goofy. Well, okay, you feel me? all right, but okay. we're gonna be respectful. We digress. Yeah, that that is kind of crazy for us over here in American culture. We're, we're gonna right. clean that up. How right. That? Okay, bet. Yeah. Um, I will say that like I feel like nigga, if they let niggas sell weed in Dubai. Because they already a rich ass country, right? Nigga, that that would probably be a billion dollar industry over there. I would, I, I could, I. What? You don't think there's no weed over there at all? I'm not saying that, but if if they make it illegal to smoke weed, then like, yeah, it probably ain't a whole bunch for real, right? And like y'all, I know y'all's government ain't making no money off of it. I'm saying if y'all legalized it, nigga, they could be making cheese over there. And they already making money off of what? Did they make money off of? I don't know what they make. Yeah, they making money off the flights to get there and oil. Yeah, okay, and, right, yeah, right. and all type, yeah, all type of shit over there. But yeah, 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 yeah that shit. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I'm not going to never. I'm not going to let like let that deter me from going overseas because I definitely want to go places. Right. Um, I definitely want to go to Tokyo. Um, I want to go to France, kinda. Why? Why are you hesitant? Well, not. Well, I mean, cause I, don't, I you just never know. I know the French hate Americans, <laughs> so I just want to go see what's up real quick and then bounce. You know what I mean? My homeboy, my 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 brother was just in was just in uh, France. Did he enjoy himself? Yeah, he did. Good. Him and yeah, him and his lady. Yeah, nah, they they had a good time. I want to go to UK. I don't know about the UK, dog. I know, but I want to go. I, cause I feel like I'm gonna get over there and I'm gonna starve. I feel like I might find my wife. I done seen a lot of bullshit over there. You said you gonna go go over there and starve? Yes. What you mean? I've seen like they homeless is crazy. I don't like it. I they got like a different type of homeless over there. Oh wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. What the homeless got to do with this? Why? That's what I thought you was talking about. No, 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 I said I feel like I'm gonna go over there and starve. Oh, why you say that? Oh, because of their diet. Their Them niggas be eating beans in the morning. The, bro, their food is <laughs> bro. It's is nuts to me. Like it's I different. don't. It's yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't know what I would necessarily because I don't want to go over there and just eat bullshit because I'm avoiding this. But it's like that doesn't look appealing to me. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I remember I watched a lot of fucking Odd Future interviews. So yeah, like, I was learning about their experience over there through them, and I remember them saying that like, like the food choices is just definitely different. Like, right. Yeah. It, that scares me. It. I. I would be. I would like to like. Meet someone over there and like cook a meal for them and then see what they think. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't do anything that's like, um, like I would cook a meal for them. Like I would cook a meal for anyone else. What what, what would you cook somebody from the UK? I don't know. Okay, but I'm gonna make I make them something that don't got none of their shit in it, <laughs> and and just see what happens. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna hook it up. I know right. they probably gonna fuck with it, but it's like, are they really gonna fuck with it? Right. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, you eat like, beans. Yeah, you see beans in the morning. Niggas eating beans in the morning. So y'all gassy by lunchtime. What the fuck going on? And as somebody who like you know like like I ain't gonna hold you. I, I hold baked beans near and dear to me as far as like barbecue food and shit. But that's wild to eat in the morning. I had to grow to like baked beans. I ain't gonna hold you. Like baked beans took me a minute to like fuck with. Uh-huh. I don't know why I didn't fuck with them. I'm, I'm proud of you growing up. Name proud some of you. What, what's something you don't fuck with? 
food wise. Yeah, I don't fuck with radishes. I know that's mad random. Nah, I'm cool on that. I, Radish I just and don't beets. Like, like I don't beets is nah. If you find a way to cook beets or find a way, bro. Shout out to Valen Yazi Sober Shack. Same shameless plug because they got a beet lemonade. Greatest drink you probably. I would try it. It's the greatest. I would drink try of all time. it, but I hate beats, nigga. I hate beats. Them niggas. This is not an ad. They did not pay me. They're <laughs> beat lemonade, my nigga. Infused or not, it's like that, that shit go. It's refreshing as the fuck. Mm, okay. They matter of fact, let that be y'all slogan. Beat lemonade. It's refreshing as the fuck. Oh God, I need fifty. Anywho. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know, there's really not much that I don't like. Fuck with. I'm trying to think of shit either. I'm not. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't fuck with olives, green or black. Oh no, I'm I don't cool discriminate. Fuck olive. Yeah, don't give me no olive. Only olive I, I fuck can tell you something that I do that I do like as a black man that mm-hmm. most people don't. I like coleslaw. Uh, it's got to be cold, and that shit got to be made the correct way, and it okay, kind of got to be a little sweet, a little bit. Are you a real one? Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Because because not everybody. I said I said it's got to be cold, and the nigga looked at me crazy, and I'm like, no, it has to be cold. Um, so it depends. On, the coleslaw got to be really good to be like room temp. Yeah, um, there's, a, there's a different type of slaws you can make that sure. work. I like like more finely diced slaw than I do like 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 the longer slaws. I ain't going. Okay, to. that's fair. Unless like if you put that type of slaw on like a chicken sandwich, then like I guess that's that's cool. There we but, go. Like if I'm eating the slaw as like a side, I need that shit like finely. Just diced. make it tasty. That's all I. Ask. You know what just, I mean? Please, just you know what I'm saying. Just give it the flavor. That's all. I, I don't fuck with potato salad. <laughs> At all? <laughs> no. What? Uh, I don't fuck with potato salad. Um, if it got eggs in it, I don't want it. You can keep all of that shit. I don't fuck with deviled eggs for real. Mm-mm, nah, I'm cool. Um, that's all I got off the top of my head. Yeah, okay. That's that's not a bad list. That's not a bad list. It might be some more shit, but I can't think of it right now. Yeah, nah, that's not a bad list. I just started fucking with avocados. I'm not going to hold it. Oh, you. don't give me that. A nigga put avocado in my smoothie, and that bitch was busting. Fuck is you talking about? I will fight you if you if, if I digest it. Nah, Nigga, cool. it was good. You never would have known. You, it's, it's a texture thing. Nah, it's just a taste. I don't, I don't it have, don't taste like nothing. I don't have texture issues. It's just It just doesn't taste good to me. It, I mean, I definitely feel you. You definitely got to, like, sauce that bitch up, season that bitch up. You know what I mean? But niggas would just put that shit on toast and call it a day. I need a black person to, I need a black person to hook up some avocado for me. I might be able to, I might be able to run it. I'll try it. Yeah, I'll try it. But oh. the, the one I've had, pre- nah, it wasn't for me. We got you. Because I, 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 you know, it's quite, I don't fuck with guacamole. No, I don't fuck with guacamole. I'm cool That's, on y'all that. Keep, y'all can keep that extra 280 Chipotle, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> absolutely. But man, we reached the end of the album. Yeah, my bad. It was so long. Pause. Oh no, I mean, I I came here to get the content. So okay, right. I'm saying we here. That's a crazy. And actually, to what I, I wanted to see like, okay, I knew it was 20 songs. I'm yeah. like 20 songs. How long? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much time can I get out of this? Honestly, I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be a lot quicker. Mm. But once I saw, like, how the conversation was going, I was like, no, this is perfect. So, no. And I feel like you really got to talk your shit about these different songs. Absolutely. Niggas definitely came over here and did what niggas wanted to do. If you want, you can even, like, put this bitch in two parts if you really got to. To the listeners, I was deathly afraid of this. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, this nigga's talking about I, I was, was nervous. so like, afraid. We had to crib. Like, I never get nervous. I never get nervous when it comes podcast. Last time I was nervous for a podcast was, I think, the mental health episode. So, mm. like, t- episode, like, 23. Mm. After that, I was like, no, like, I really do this. But then this situation... I don't know, man. So it, it, be, it be shit that, that deal with you. I don't know what it is. Like You think I, I'm a bad person. 
what <laughs> no what no it's just, i don't know man i i hold like when people say when people talk about music mm-hmm. people hear me talk about music especially from this city mm-hmm. i talk about artists here in such high regard yeah bro it's so easy to say oh yo Gotti's my favorite rapper no offense to Gotti. It's so easy to say that and know his catalog and Jay-Z's catalog. Like, bro, it's different when it's guys that you know personally where it's like, I know a guy who made better music than him. Mm. I know a guy who cares about this more than him. And granted, that don't mean shit to, you know, to, that may not mean shit to anybody, but yeah. like, it means something to me. Yeah. Like, I hold guys like y'all in such high regard. So when, like, when I bought Tyler, I was like, I don't want to send this to him. Like, I was like, bro, what if he don't like it? Like, I think he's gonna hate it. I was so like <laughs> afraid. He's gonna be like, "Yo, bro, I'm never selling you another beat again." Like that's how that's genuinely how I felt. So when it came to this, knowing that you wanted to do an album review, I took that near and dear to me because it's like, bro, this is your art, mm-hmm. and I gotta sit back and I gotta listen to it. You know what I'm saying? I gotta make like even when I even if I don't feel like listening to, it, I have to. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I listened to your album the last two weeks. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna hold you as good as this album is. I I'm done. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear this. Again. Nigga done got every bar, like every, I every don't syllable want out to that hear bar. This. Like I'm you, sitting in the car, I'm rapping some verses. Like I wrote the shit. I'm like, no, bro. Like no. Like this is. I it was just consuming <laughs> me. But I was like, I gotta do this the right way because if I fuck this up, he gonna let me know. Like yeah, nah, bro. That really wasn't what I was trying to do. Like you know what I'm saying? And you know, I I just want to do a good job. Like I, you know, I'm trying to. Getting the podcast back, and you know, I really do want to be that go to guy. When people say, like, yo, I got an album come out, who can I talk to? Mm-hmm. They say, yo, go to Tyler, he gonna take care of you. Like, you know, what I'm saying, he'll sit down, he'll talk to you. Like, I don't want to have the, the typical, uh, the typical, typical questions that people have when, when albums drop. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to have that. Like, I want to make that a whole experience. So, Absolutely. this was above and beyond what I thought it was going to be. I knew it was going to be good, but this was really, really, like, something special. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is an honor for me to do this. This is really cool. Man, that's why I knew, bro. Like, I already knew. I'm just like, if, if I'm going if I'm to do this and, like, kind of, like, conduct this shit myself, mm. I was like, it's got to be with someone who, like, I respect and someone that obviously give a fuck enough about the music to, like, Sit and want to do this because, like, it essentially is homework. Like, this was a task. Like, right. you had, like this that was prep. You had to prep for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, I respect that, and respect you and how much work you didn't put in just off your podcast alone, and just like you know your music taste. We may not always see eye to eye, but I pretty much always like can see where you coming from. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, even with the ASAP Rocky shit, it's like even though you you feel that way, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not even mad that you said that. Like, like I, I definitely can see from that perspective. It's just the mutual respect thing. You know what right. I mean? Um, I think that makes for a good conversation, which it do, it does and it did. And in real time, I want to say you definitely did a good job. We executed. Hey Amen. Come on, yes, yeah. for the host. Nigga, we Come put on, flowers man. here too. What are you talking about? Oh, snap. Hold on. Speaking of flowers, wait a minute. Hold on. Because I know I jotted something down about that. Oh, uh, flowers? Uh, yeah, I need my flowers like a uh, I need my flowers like a bouquet. Uh, what did I say that on? Um, on I forget what. Maintaining. Man, yep, you are uh, right. Let me see. Nigga, fuck maintaining. Nigga, look at the gang, man. Y'all don't even know what pain is. They want a leader, so I rose. I need my flowers like a banquet. Yeah. So, do you feel like you get your dress due? Okay. 
I can give you two answers to that question. Okay. Yes. Like I want to and how my ego wants to be praised? No. <laughs> I can't say that motherfuckers don't show me love and don't respect me. Mm-hmm. I think I've normalized what I do and people don't really understand the magnitude of what I do at the caliber of what I do, how often I do it and how effortlessly I can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why the second part, second answer to that question was why I said that, because I really be out here going crazy, like at everything. It's not much that I lack in. Uh, everything that I put my hands on is gold. This podcast is about to be gold. I feel like Takashi, like nigga, this shit about to do numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And, and even Talk if it, but even if it don't, like, I, I'm 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 all for like just capturing moments and creativity that all feels good and makes sense. Everything with me makes sense. Everything with me is supposed to feel good. As long as that happens, then we all doing what we supposed to be fucking doing. Period. I fucks with that. I fucks with that. You feel me? Absolutely. So yeah, shout out to you, brother. I appreciate you. Man, you know. You know it. I mean, we out here. We did it. This is exactly what I wanted to do. So, what can you tell us about uh, the upcoming show that you have? Oh, you mean the one that is on September twenty third at Radio Artifact? That's on a Saturday, and that's like what two Saturdays from now. Something that, like that, that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a show. At Radio Artifact on September 23rd. And you know who's going to be rapping? Casey Jones, Isai Morales, Brittany Marie, Freedom Nicole Moore, Dusa, Loch Ness, and GVO. Mm. We got what Ezra is going to be vending. He got cool art and merch and all that shit for sale. We got Foreign Feelings Apparel. They got merch and shit for sale. Shout out to DB3. And then we got goddamn parts and labor with the barbecue next door. So if you want food, you know where to go. They got to pay me for that slogan. Um, yeah, that's on September 23rd, Radio Artifacts. You know what I mean? Keisha and Friends. Two-year anniversary of That's Unfortunate. You know what I mean? I feel like this album is important. Come on, now. I feel like this is one of the dopest albums to ever come out of this motherfucking city. And I made it in my fucking closet. Fuck y'all. Um... Yeah, so I want to celebrate because I didn't get a chance to do it. Uh, that time in which this album was released and me making it, niggas was going through a lot. So we not going through that shit no more. So it's time to motherfucking celebrate even if it's two years goddamn later. This shit is that good. So damn it, I'm going to do it. Holla at your boy and your auntie. And this is why I love podcasts. I need an applause button on the go. Like, and I just do that shit myself. I utilize the fuck out that bitch. <laughs> that button probably wouldn't work no more. He'd break that oh, bitch. Oh, God. You know. <laughs> uh, man, uh, is there anything that you want to say to the people just as far as um, your album? Is there is there anything that you want to plug? Is there, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is your time to, you know what I'm saying, it to get your shit off. God damn it. Okay, look, we going to plug shit right now. We plug in Keisha on everything. Devin Burgess Music, D-E-V-I-N-B-U-R-G-E-S-S Music. If it's not a black guy, it's not me. Um, there's a white man, if you Google me, <laughs> and his name is Devin Burgess, and I'm the second Devin Burgess that pops up. 
So yeah, if it's not a nigga in the wig, it ain't me. Um, we got goddamn Murado by me and Casey Jones, the purple tape that's out on all platforms that came out last month. And then me and Isai Morales album just came out and it's called Gracias por Amarme. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, uh, I think that, so. That's out on all platforms. Shout out to Samuel Steesmore. He did the motherfucking cover for that. And he did the cover for the That's Unfortunate show. Shout out to, to him. That's my nigga. Um, even though that's a white man, that's still my nigga. I think that's all I got. Oh, I'm I'm rapping at Oktoberfest next weekend. I don't know when this coming out, but I'm doing two days. Friday and Saturday. They gotta pay me twice. Um let me th- I think that's it. Uh I'm doing something in October. I think I'm DJing a fashion show. I'm at Mecca every other Thursday. Catch me there. Um Yeah, I'm out here, I'm available. Holla at your boy. This man is is working. This man is working. I got bills. Absolutely. Gotta work. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh uh, real quick, can you tell the listeners uh where where your tag came from? How how you came up with the tag? Oh, that's uh, tag? that's Missy Elliott. I ne- I'm gonna need her to, to clear that. That's Missy Elliott from uh, Let It Go with Keisha Cole mm-hmm. and, and Lil Kim. That's where that's from. Cause she say new Keisha, and I'm like, that's mine now. I'm about to just bust that down. I was like, shit. If if motherfucking Pierre can use the Jamie Foxx shit, goddamn it, I can use Missy Elliott shit. I love Missy Elliott. I mean, so not? Missy. Fuck with, we can work something out. I get you. I get you publishing. You see, they just uh, <laughs> you see, they just put out uh, the Don Cannon. Yes, I saw that today. Yeah, that shit is mind blowing. That blew my fucking mind. And it makes so much sense after I saw it. I was like, oh, that makes total sense, bro. Okay, so you know, like the uh, the real trap shit. Like, yeah. So there's a video of this white dude in the studio supposedly recording it. Is it the dude from Superbad? He kind of looked like it. Is that's that really him. him? That's him. So that shit not real, right? I don't believe that. That shit can't. I be do real. not believe that. There's no, There's no way, way he is the guy behind Trapaholics and real trap shit. I don't believe it. God damn it! If no, he I is, we really live in a matrix. It, oh my god! Granted, bro. I know we do, but that's gonna solidify it for bro. him. Bro, because no, he should not be able to do that. Yeah. There's no way. There's def- no way. That defined my childhood. Ain't no way he's the creator of Damn, son. Where'd you find this? I don't There's believe no it. No fucking way, I don't bro. believe it. Like, when he... It looks like he's lip syncing. You know, for when sure. When he says it in the video. The, the real trap shit joint, that looked real. And I was like, okay, hold, there might be some validity to this. But the Damn, son. But that looked, I remember yeah, that, that one. That looked fake. That looked fake as fuck, yeah, for sure. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. We got to get down to the bottom of this, man. What, I ain't going to hold you, bro. buddy name? Oh, uh, I don't know what his real name is. It's not Michael. That's, that's not Michael Sarah. No. That's McLovin. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the other dude. That's uh, damn. Of course, pictures popped up. McLovin. I don't think I ever bothered to like get his real name. Christopher Mintz Plassi. Oh, that's what his name is. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would never. I never would have guessed. That. Nope. I go hold you, bro. I low key want to do another pod with you, and we talk about movies. We can do that. Cause you don't. Do you watch horror movies? So I like to watch them, but because my wife does not like horror movies, I don't get to see them very often. I be trying to convert niggas. <laughs> I would never try to convert my wife. Not nah, she would kill me. It, it give her a reason to hold on to you. Mm-mm. No, I'm nah. Not. Her imagination's too vivid. She'd have a dream, and 
She, she wouldn't sleep for three days. I watch scary movies all day, but I won't go to a haunted house. You can get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll go. Reflexes. You know what? I'm Actually, hitting someone on accident. I'm sorry. People don't like me to go because, I, like, working in Kings Island, I know how haunted houses are typically set up. Yeah. So it's easy for me to say somebody's popping out there. That's, popping what, out I'm, there. that's what I'm thinking. Or if I'm walking, like, if we're walking down the street, I'm like, yo, I'm letting y'all know now there's somebody behind us. Right. And we turn around and boom, there they are. Yeah. Like, so I kind of take the fun out of it. Okay. So, and I don't want to be the party pooper, so I just don't go. Well, maybe if I go, I, I, I'll roll with you. Because <laughs> then you can just let me know what shit is about to happen. <laughs> Okay, just don't let me. If I smoke, I ain't gonna be able to tell you shit. Oh nah, nigga, we gonna have to do that if shit. If I sober. get fried, I'm not gonna be able to tell you. No, I feel like the reward is gonna be to smoke after that because we uh, gonna be stressed out. Well, I'm, I'm gonna a, be stressed out. You gonna I'm know when everything be, happening? Yeah, I just like going to go get scared on purpose is like a wild concept. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why would I pay to like, do that? Life is scary enough. That's why I'm a black man. <laughs> Fuck, you talking about haunted houses? Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Nah, but but no, nah, we we can turn on okay, hereditary. So you like though. horror? You like horror movies? Yeah, I've heard you talk about that movie. It's the greatest movie of all time. I didn't know it was a horror. I, movie. Okay, that, I'm being mad dramatic, but it's it's up. To, it's a really good movie. I didn't know it was a horror movie. Yeah, uh, Ari Aster, A twenty four. It's about this this family who just deteriorates because of childhood trauma and some other shit. Mm-hmm. Like have you ever have you ever seen it? No. Oh my God, watch it, and then that by the time you watch it, which I don't know when you're gonna ever have time to watch it, you gotta find some time to watch it. I figure it out. Okay, but yeah, watch that shit, and then we are gonna talk about it. You probably gonna hate me because I be telling people to watch fried shit. Okay. I think I told Curse to watch Enter the Void, and she watched that shit. She was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, like, how fried is it on a scale? All right, because is it like Human Centipede fried? I've never seen that movie. Okay, well, Human Human Centipede Human Centipede is just disgusting. Is that the most fucked up movie you you seen? Yes. Uh, Yeah. You ever seen the house that Jack built? No. No. All right, I'm gonna give you a list. Of stuff. Oh Watch. shit! I'm gonna let you know now. Like, yo, know, if the first 10, 20 minutes, I'm like, all right, bro, I'm not I'm cutting shit off. Like, this, this ain't it. I'll be look. I'll be sitting through shit. Look, okay, the house we, that Jack. I, I, we gotta end the podcast. Okay. Because I gotta. I, gotta, I would gotta, talk to this. I'll talk about this all day. And I know you got kids and, and a woman to get back to and all that good stuff. Shout out to my babies. Shout yeah. out to the babies. Shout out to a, to a, to a happy home. Man. Beautiful black family. So we here, man. We did. We just we just did the That's Unfortunate recap. Yes, sir. We did the walkthrough. You know what I'm saying? Devin Burgess, I appreciate it, man. I like sitting down you. with you. Like this was a real honor. Absolutely. It was a, it was a pleasure. I appreciate you. Anytime. I, I, I got conversations for days. Absolutely, man. You know I mean? To the listeners, man, I hope y'all enjoyed this this uh, this special episode. It might be a part. It might be a part one and part two. I don't know how I'm gonna chop it up. We gonna figure it out. But on behalf of De- on behalf of Devin Burgess, on behalf of Deanna and Jaylen, my name is Top Row Tyler. This has been a very special episode of the Table for Three podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. I'm throwing up gang signs when there ain't no camera around. <laughs> the aura's there. <laughs>